Hello and welcome to episode 235 of How About This. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Jason, Rick and Co. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Rick, Carl and Jason. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? Carl, Jason and Rick. How about this? How about this? How about this? How about this? You're listening to How About This. It's wow. just a, it's nice. a relaxed. And, yeah, that was uh, kind of chilled, Jace. Nice. Yeah, it's my NPR intro. Oh, is it? it? Was. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, right. Going to take yeah. us on a journey. Now, now you have to heavily produce this ep- yeah. episode to keep it in the NPR uh, yeah, way. You have to put some soundtrack in the background, some crowd noise. Hi, my name's Carl. His name is Carl. Yeah. Yeah, and every time I... So, I'll start random facts. And as yeah. I start, you can then... Come in over the top and go, Rick, Rick proceeded pull- to do random facts. He pulled out his phone and scrolled down wildly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but 235, uh, there's nothing we were discussing pre, uh, pre-episode. pre yeah. There's nothing really it's interesting. It's not a magic number. No. Is it, is it magic in its ordinariness? Maybe that's It's the yeah. most it's uninteresting the most number. Uninteresting number which you know what I think 235 is? Oh. It's a plastic bag blowing in the wind yeah. of oh, numbers. It yeah. is that's special. what it is. Yeah. It is special. Yeah. It is special. You just have to look at it in the right way. Yeah. And um, it feels like... Like now we are getting close to episode two hundred yeah. uh, and fifty, yeah. and I'm curious to see what the Robbie Ellis might have in store. Two fifty, you um, think for two fifty, we'll get because something. I know he kind of mocked us a little bit with episode one fifty because he was like one fifty, whatever. All oh, right, his song was a little bit, a little bit like it's not really that much to celebrate. Okay. But I feel like two hundred fifty is it's in between the hundreds, right? But it's it's, but qu- it's a quarter, it's a quarter, quarter of a century. quarter of a thousand. Oh, it is. It's a quarter k. Yeah. So wow. I feel like it's got its own chops. Yeah, yeah. Okay, um, okay. And then there's also the possibility that the Robbie Ellis doesn't even listen to the podcast anymore. Yeah. That's what I think um, with a lot of people. It's like, I just don't think they listen anymore. Like, he got to 200. He gave us the awesome yeah. 200 theme song. And He's maybe he went, out. I'm out. Maybe that like, was his, like, I want to be a guest, guys. Like, <laughs> this is my... This is my it's I'm hard paying. for him to be a guest because he's in Chicago. Yeah. Well, I know, but I don't know. there's technology. There's no way that technology could bridge that That's gap. That's true, actually. Not at all. too far there's away. Not. There's, there's not. No, there's no cables no. from here to Chicago. Nah. That would be a, lo- that would be a long cable. He'd have to Wouldn't mail. It? He'd have to put it in the post. He'd right. have to put it in his conversation so in the post. We'd send him questions now. And yeah. No, no, he it, would just have to guess at time. answers. Yeah. Oh, okay. And then we would just play just it. Random and answers. <laughs> mm. I mean, there is a podcast in that. So yeah. he comes up with 10 answers. We come up with 10 questions. And we just mash them together. And we just Mad Libs. Yeah, just... Put them together. It's the All right. podcast. So, uh, Robbie Ellis, just send us 10 answers yeah. uh, via mail. No, well, um, no, this podcast will only happen if it has an awesome theme song. Um, yeah. So, there, Robbie Ellis, first of all, you have to come up with a theme song for yes. our, our awesome new idea for a podcast. Yeah. And then you can be a part of it. Yeah. yeah. It's that simple. Woohoo. Um, and also get writing on the 250th theme song because <laughs> yeah. that's big. That's huge. That's, almost, that's a quarter K. It's, yeah. We're a quarter of the. Yeah. Exactly what Rick said. <laughs> Like, no, no, I can say it in a different way. It's really interesting. You really have taken on the NPR. NPR? Carl has taken on the NPR thing. (laughs) I was like, is it NQR? No, that's a whole different thing. Yeah. (laughs) And then I thought about it. Are there any NQRs left? Um, yes, there's one NQR. in Coburg. Oh, not oh, really? quite right. Yeah, not yeah. quite right. I feel like, yeah, they're not as many as there were. Right, there's right. a smattering. Because mm. you know what? They weren't quite right. Yeah. NQR for <laughs> I those walked into who, one and it fell down. <laughs> who don't know. Uh, are shops where you can kind of buy leftover um, le- leftover shopping S- things. Stuff that's I not quite right. Yeah. So it was not, like... It's close to what's used or, by. Or the, or the, the tins were dinged. Yeah. yeah. 
Where all, all that stuff now, you never buy ding tins because they're bad. Because yeah. the, I don't know, BPA or something inside them is bad when those tins are smashed. Mm-hmm. Um, don't and, don't and trust them. And there's a whole lot of stricter laws around stuff as it's closer to use by date. Yeah. So, they're kind of like their business can, model went out the well, window. They, they can just always go, it's in the fucking name, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's not quite right. Why do you come through the door? Yeah. Sign a waiver yeah. and yeah. walk in. Yeah. I think nice. you will have to, yeah. But, um, and just people, I don't know, that. No, they're not that fussed anymore. Yeah. I, well, and I think with things like Audi and stuff, which are cheaper, yeah. you know, capitalism has won on that front. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel like back in our day, um, um, sort of our our mums and 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 parents were really looking for the bargains. Yeah. yeah. They were price checking. Yeah. They were like, oh, mm. this is cheaper here. They look through the catalogs and mm-hmm. go, I'll do this shopping at Woolworths, yeah. and I'll do this shopping at Coles because that's yeah. where I'm going to get my maximum bargains. Yeah, sure. Whereas I feel like capitalism really got on top of that and went, let's just make people not care that much. Yeah. yeah. And that people was like, I'm just going to shop here and what, oh, this costs more, I don't care. Location oh, location is big, I guess, if you've got a choice then. Because <laughs> it's also then, you know, you've got to factor in cost for transport as well. Like, it's, well, I can go here. It's cheaper there, but it's going to – it takes me an extra 15 minutes to drive there. Yeah. And, you know, if they're penny pinching and yeah. – Penny pinching? Yeah, penny pinching. Penny pinching. Yeah. Oh, we're all penny pinchers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, it's the name of my new band. And so, penny I feel pinch. like back in our day, your NQR would have been all – like, your bargain hunters would have been like, I don't mind a ding – Tin. Yeah. yeah, I don't mind slightly expired because it wasn't. I'm going to eat these Sim Sims today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll eat them today. Yeah, see, true. I'll make up. I'll make up a massive. I'm going to make a massive stew and use this almost expired <laughs> beef, and then I'm going to freeze it, and we can <sighs> eat that for the rest of the month. Uh, that's how our parents were thinking about it. Whereas these days, nah. We had a, a dual food barn, which in Morty Alex. So mm-hmm. they, they, there was a big safe but there was a dual food barn, which was the cheap one. Yep. And their home brand stuff was just. It was the most basic of basic things. Their design, there was no design on the packaging. Yeah, it, was just it just, like red it just and said black. what it was. Yeah, biscuits. Yeah, with nothing on it. There was it. no frills. No, nothing there was a, at all. There was a brand called No Frills, I think. Yeah, yeah. there was. It was just it was like a Coles brand. Yeah, yeah. But um, now they've dressed all those up. Yeah, yeah like no. the Coles brands are a fancy looking yeah. and stuff. Now you can't really. I guess home brand. Is, yeah, is maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, but times have changed. They have, um, and we've become slaves to the capitalist. Uh, yes, we system. have. And I don't care. And that's how they want me. Whatever. Ambivalent. I yeah. do care. <laughs> I do care. I'm all aboard Aldi. I'm all aboard the Aldi train. Yeah, I guess. But I feel like Aldi's got its own thing going yeah, for yeah. it. Yeah. It's like like they bring stuff in and it disappears. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's, I don't know. It's, it's kind of like an exciting well, shop. They create demand because it's like, you better fucking come in and get this. Yes. Yeah. It won't be here for like another well, six I, months I, or I something. I went in yesterday for uh, for food because they yeah. do really, uh, really good meat, in fact. Um, oh. and, uh, and so I went in for food and they had some art supplies and, and claims into art. So I got some of that sort of stuff as well. But there was, uh, I read an article the day before that Aldi Cosmetics, they release this brand once every three or four months. Right. Uh, so I went in there with half a mind to pick something up for Semi. Uh, it's all gone. Like oh, really? I, I went in there Snoozy at midday on, on Wednesday, all gone. Wow. Apparently, last time it came out, um, people loved it so much that it started selling on eBay right. for $400 uh, thing. Well, that's this stupid. $40 cream that well, you get silly. from Aldi. Like people that just went nuts. so that goes against the whole Aldi thing. Like the yeah. whole thing about Aldi is like sure, it, it, but it's cheap. It's yeah, you, yeah, yeah. You feel like you're getting a bargain, 
Why? That's why nuts. then buy it on the internet? Yeah, that's just silly. Because people, people, people get addicted to that. They want I the guess cream. They want their cream. But if you're shopping at Aldi, oh no, no, their lotions. Rich people that shop at Aldi as well. Like it's not just because you'd think if you're shopping at Aldi, you're looking for those cheap bargains and things. Because it's no, to no, be no. Cheaper. It's a bit. Of, I guess it's a bit of both. Isn't it's it? a bit of both. I mean, you can go. I was telling you before the podcast. You can go into Aldi right now and get a plasma cutter for metal for five hundred dollars. Terrifying. Which is you can just cut through someone's garage. You know, when sci-fi movies when you see like there's yeah, a big yeah, metal yeah, door yeah. and a line goes up, you can buy one of those at Aldi. So if you need to bank jobs. Yeah, if you need to break into an ATM, <laughs> yeah. we could just go to Aldi for five hundred bucks. The ATM out of the wall. Yeah. I feel like your cult land dreams yeah. should be completely furnished with Aldi stuff. Yeah. Like, what, only only stuff that you can buy from Aldi can make it in there. So like, everything. now you've got a plasma cutter. Aldi's like two face, like in the comics. Yeah. Like it's Half awesome and half shit. Yeah, you yeah. got to make sure you're getting the half awesome stuff. Yeah, well, uh, some of this, like the face cream, which is worth like four hundred bucks on eBay. Yeah, here's a, here's a hot tip uh, uh, given to me. I think I've given it before, uh, but Mark Gambino, uh, mm-hmm. the comment, Mister Gambino, Mister Gambino, he he put me on an Aldi coffee. Yeah, and Aldi coffee is batch brewed in Melbourne. Yeah, right. So it's brewed in small, it's roasted in small batches, and then shipped out. So you know you can trust it. You know you can trust it. Batches is cool. I know that. Large and they've got, they've no. got three I don't want to do the nose, They've got three single origin coffees. Though. They've got a Brazil, a Colombia, and a Peru, mm. and they're all delicious. And I just got the Peru's a recent thing, yeah. and I loves it. Oh, I can nice. also vouch for that. Jason yep. then in turn got me onto it, yeah. uh, and every now and then I pop into the Aldi to re- restock my coffee. And ah, the thing is, a job you yeah. get for fifteen dollars, which is what you normally pay for a two fifty gram. Yeah, you get yeah. a kilo of coffee. The fuck. Yeah. Mm. A kilo. Shit. You know what a quarter of, of a kilo is? 250. Oh my god. 250. So get ready, Robbie Alice. You can get work ready. that in. Work that in. <laughs> anyway, so uh, uh, we are in no way sponsored by Aldi, but we are yeah. open to its Aldi. We yes. we take a scattergun approach to yeah. um to spruiking. Yeah. We, we spruik from the heart. Yeah. Because yeah. we we aren't we have no allegiances, no. no monetary ties. If we say it, it's because we love it. Yet. Yeah, we should. It's- I'll sell my soul in a heartbeat. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like just like. We're- and also, we'll never let you know when we've sold our souls. Yeah. Totally. So it it'll still right. feel. Like, it'll still feel like we're coming from the heart. Just uh-huh. sucked in this news. <laughs> yeah. So uh, to check out stamps.com. <laughs> <laughs> For stamps, because everyone needs stamps. Um, <laughs> what the fuck. That, is it? Is it stampy stamps or letter stamps? Letter stamps. Why? Uh, it, it basically. Uh, is it because America, because they use checks yeah. and yeah. they do stamps and they're like... You can print your postage at home. With, with That's what that service allows you to do. I don't get it. Mm. I know. Uh, I do have random facts. Yes. Uh, now, according to certain psychological models, there are four stages to learning a skill. Oh. Seems like the sort of thing you might know, Carl. Is what it, are they? Is it one of those things where they're double things, like it's incompetent yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on the right track, Shit. so you I should be able to this. work it out. I said to- this to someone the other day. It's incompetent... I can't remember what the next one is. The next bit That's is but normally that, that where I stop. Spark. <laughs> so you, yeah, you got the. So the competence is is one of the things. There's two things. There's yeah, something. It's like, in, it's so like the first in, one is something incompetence, unknowing or something. Oh, you're on the right track. Like it's like you don't know what you don't know at that point, yeah, yeah. and you're incompetent. Yeah. Then it's if then you can get the right word, you really uh, win. Oblivious you're, you're dancing Shit, around I know it. it all. And I, I, yeah, and it ends ignorance, with you. Incompetence. Oh, you're getting close. Oh, ignorance. Um, it's, it's all, all on. incompetence. No, that's the second. Incompetence, inc- incompetence. Incompetence, incompetence. You, you got it. No. <laughs> <laughs> but it basically ends with the opposite of oh, that. No, no, which don't, is, don't, 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 don't spoil us. Oh, right. Jeez. But I still can't get the first bit. <laughs> I just need to know that second word or that first word. And oh, then I you're, think I could probably do it. You're going to beat yourself up. Oh. Yeah. 
you probably know the word somewhere in your mind. Cerebral incompetence. Brain. <laughs> Reco- recollection. Somewhere buried in your conscious memory. Subconscious Ooh. incompetence. Oh, conscious. Oh, fuck. Conscious. <laughs> Conscious it's, incompetence. That's uh, that's one of them. Oh, but the first one is unconscious co- incompetence. Is the first one conscious incompetence? It's where the second you realise that you don't know anything. Yes. Um, so you know that you don't know. Followed by conscious competence. Correct. So that you know that you know. And then it's the last one is the last one's mastery, basically. But the last one which is, is built- unconscious competence. Yeah. Which where you're it's competent instinct. without even thinking about it. So it, it becomes yeah. instinct. Well so done, guys. We got oh, there. It's we got called there. Build, build some shelves. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Knock yourself out and do stuff. Yeah, good. yeah. Um, yeah. So they're the four stages, and it makes sense. Mm, Carl, yeah. you, you basically knew, though. I can't award you any points because no. I had to give you many hints. Yes. Uh, so many ways you failed. But it's that one. It's the second one. It's the dangerous one where it's people like, oh, I know how to do this now, and they actually don't. And then the third one's where they realize they don't know anything. Yeah. Yes, and that's where they, and that's where the true learning. But happens. usually in the world of improv, the second one is when, when they start stop. a company. Yeah, that's where people, and that's where people get to, and they're like, "Oh, I know this." Yeah. It's like, well, you don't really. I mean, you know how to make words up, but, but I don't know. And that's all you need. Modern people. Modern. That's people? us. That's us. We're modern people. I'm, I'm, I'm saying we're modern people. Yeah, we're modern yeah, people. Do you know what modern people do? They shop at stamps.com. <laughs> Modern people get similar amounts of sleep to people from pre-industrial times, but the extra exposure to artificial light means yeah. we sleep worse. Yeah, I've said it a thousand we're, times. We're getting that shit sleep. Yeah, Carl just walks around with a blindfold on after no, six I turn, p.m. I, I start dimming the lights. Like I start to, more lamps, less overhead lights as we as I go through the night mm-hmm. with Alexander and stuff. If I watch TV, I've changed one of my channels to pull all the blue out. Um, which you don't notice mm-hmm. at a certain point. Nice. Um, just trying to help that sleep. Yeah, yeah. So if just you're sleeping bad, lights. that must be incompetent unconsciousness. Oh, oh I like that. <laughs> well played. Well played. <laughs> um, and so we, we want to get more to competent unconsciousness. Yeah, that's what we want to get to. That's what they had in pre-industrial times because they weren't flooding themselves with shit, shit lights. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it's also like the blue light things. Discos. Makes, oh, yep, whenever you go to a blue light discos. disco, you sleep bad because of the West Coast coolers. Well, because yeah, or because <laughs> you're going to get into a fight most likely. <laughs> Norel. Yeah. <laughs> Scrag, <laughs> you're dropped. Oh, speaking is there still of blue light discos. I don't know. I don't think so. There's underage discos. I don't think they're blue right. light. We used to have a red light because I was like a junior fire. Oh, it's windy. It's a it's a blustery day here in the garage. Oh, it is. Uh, so weather update. Give, it, give us a bit of a rattle. Um, I've just come from Nelson, guys. Oh, that's right. Um, Nelson, I was New over, Zealand. I was over home of Pick's peanut in, butter in New Zealand. And nothing else. <laughs> Home of the geographical centre of New Zealand, right. as is far it? as the surveyors are concerned. Yes. And really? it has a little monument that you climb up to the top of the hill. It's very picturesque. Yes. And uh, I enjoy it. Have the been. weather while I was there was amazing. Amazing in what way? Just beautiful. Like the perfect oh, weather. Carly really? would have loved it. it was, really? And I tell T-shirt you. And jeans. What I, what crisp? I, crisp nights? Uh, yes, it was crisp oh, nights and, and delightful, nights. delightful sunny days. Oh. And what I've discovered there, um, I can only imagine, I can only assume, mm. New Zealand's still got some ozone layer happening. Oh, right. Because right. I wandered around. We went yeah. for a big long walk um, in the sun. We didn't take any sun precautions because we weren't thinking in that yeah. way. Yeah. Um, we walked sun in the face and um, not a no, no, no really? issues. No issues. Right. I was like, if we were in Australia right now, we would be sizzling. What's yeah. it, what was the temperature? 
oh, it was like 20, 21, something like that. Yeah, okay, that's enough. But if like you're full sun. Hours. Yeah, like, yeah. Full, it doesn't matter what the temperature is. If, yeah. if you're in Australia and you've got full sun on your face, you're, you're feeling it. Oh, yeah. the worst sunburn I ever had was it was like 22 degrees. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, it's 22 degrees. Miriam's like, this is when we first got together. She's like, put sunscreen on. I was like, it's 22 degrees. The last sunburn I had was when I made that Tropfest film and oh, it was yeah. raining you all so, morning. You were so Like it was, it was, yeah, all morning it was yeah. raining and, uh, and, and, and overcast, which mm. is great for shooting film. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, and also bad for your brain going, hey, put some sunscreen on. Yeah. But I was outside for four hours and Ooh. I peeled like a crazy That's man. Fine. Like We also was- had that cricket one that year where we're, it was overcast and we're in the Great Southern stand. Yeah. And we, at certain points, we went to the toilet and took our sunglasses off and was like, oh, it looks like yeah. I've been in the snow for a week. Wow, yeah. It's unbelievable. It's crazy. Yes. Something weird. Glare. About the MCG, yeah, so glare. Uh, now Nelson is also home to the most outrageous cinema in the world yes. that doesn't let you take a bag in. Yes. Is the backpack policy changed? Have they caught up to the 21st century? We did go to the cinemas. I had to take, because I was there with Bridget, my yes. partner, and she's Ooh. a long-time listener, so she knows all about the Nelson cinemas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, she's heard all about the trials and tribulations. Now, and did she take team- a large handbag? Well, team, team effort as well. Whatever's about to happen, it's different because normally it's just one of you trying yeah. to get in. But yeah. this is a double team. Yeah. This could be interesting. And Bridget, sadly, had wanted to really stick it in your face. She's got a fold-up backpack. She wanted to sneak that in oh. and then unfold it once we got in and just like take photos <laughs> of it and say, in your face. But then she forgot to bring it. So, oh. uh, so that plan was not activated. Um, so we went to the cinemas to see Endgame. We should yes. probably talk about that later on in the podcast. Yes. Yes. Um, and um, when I got there and I'm... Um, I got, went into the foyer and I'm looking around and mm. I couldn't see. I, I, I remember there being signs. Yeah. Like you can't bring back, no backpacks. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I couldn't see. I, I sort of a little look around, couldn't see any signs. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Mm. Um, and then I went out to buy my tickets. I had my I had my big colourful backpack on. So yeah. Not, not trying to hide. Not trying to not trying to hide anything. Well, yeah. that's advertising and, almost. Um, advertising and in the, it. In the past, um, when I've even bought, when I've been buying the tickets, the ticket seller has said, "Oh, you, you won't be able to take that backpack." Backpack yeah. in. Right. I bought my tickets. Not Nothing. a word. <gasps> Not a word. No signs. No, Not a- no sign. No, no warning from the ticket seller. What? Um, and then we we went up to go to the cinemas, and Bridget's gone off to go to the toilet. She's gone up ahead. Um, so I don't know what happened to her, but she didn't have yeah. a backpack anyway. Yeah, yeah. She just had her normal, normal size sort of uh, sash bag. Right. Not big by anyone's okay. circumstances, okay. Um, and definitely not a backpack. Right. Uh, so then I've walked. But up, it wasn't. But a, it wasn't. A, it wasn't ever a backpack rule. It was a bag rule, mm. and that's what I. I, I went to the movies oh, while was I was it? there. Yeah, I never knew that. No, I thought it was, it was specifically backpack. No, no, no. It was a bag rule because it sounded like so, everyone was bringing. But they were shit being. In. Yeah, no. Women oh. would have gigantic. I remember right. a different. I think you skewed it in your mind. Me? No, Jason. Oh, I feel good. like the sign was specifically no backpacks. I have oh. a photo said, of the sign. And they've oh. Said, oh, right, cool. Yeah, oh, well, we, should, we should fact check that. Yeah, we'll Definitely. fact check it. Um, anyway, I felt like it was this, But in your mind, you skewed because in your mind, you were like, some people's bags are as big as, as backpacks. backpacks. Yeah, yeah. So why? Why, yeah, yeah. why the mm. differentiation? I have a photo somewhere of it. I'll find we'll it. We'll find it. All right. Um, and um, so I got up and I've handed my ticket and mm. he's gone. Yeah, through here. And I've gone, times have changed. Maybe they've... Maybe this is it. The oh. end of the end of the era. The Nelson Cinema is gone. It's it's pointless. We're, we're fighting a losing battle. Yeah, mm. uh, and whatever notoriety we've gained around the world um, <laughs> is it's not worth, worth it. it. It's not, not worth, worth the ill will that yeah. we're that we're, we're getting curating. killed on social media. Yeah, we're getting slammed. Um, and so they've done away with it. And so he's taken my ticket. He's directed me to my to my cinema. I've walked past him. Five steps past. Uh oh. Oh, except, excuse me, sir, you oh. won't be able to take that backpack in. I've no! Gone, and I've gone, oh, you've led me down the garden path. 
Oh, you're, you're just as I thought I was through. No signs or no anything. No signs. They've oh, just uh, gone ninja. And he was, he was quite apologetic. I don't know oh. if he was maybe knew that's why he took so long. Right. Because right. some of them are some of them are like straight on, straight on. They're eyeing yeah. your backpack. They're letting you yeah, know yeah. straight away. Yeah. I think this guy maybe he was a new guy and he's not quite across the whole backpack. He feels he. bad about it. Yeah. Uh, and he was almost apologetic. He's like, oh, yeah. like he knew he was going to start some beef because you're an international guest. Yeah. And I just like, I was just like, no worries. Oh, I took it off to see oh. him. Yeah, I didn't, I guess I didn't, there's nothing you can do at that point. I was just happy that, yeah, that, yeah. that you know, he'd taken me on a journey. I was <laughs> like, oh, well played, sir. Well, so uh, still in effect. The Nelson it Backpack is. Cinema Ban is still in effect. But no yeah. signs up anywhere. But I couldn't see a sign. But I also, maybe if I'd looked harder, I, I would have right, right. seen right. it. I, was, I think part of me was just hoping. That there was no signs and that maybe something had changed, but no, nothing has changed. Yeah. Maybe no. he wasn't you. Maybe he was just like, I'm going to get this guy so good. Yeah. This guy thinks he's in. Yeah. He thinks he's done it. Now, the other thing that happened while I was in Nelson, yeah. uh, another little Nelson anecdote. Mm. Um, well, I'll just, I'm just filling in time because we've lost Jason while he searches for his I'm photo. Listening, I'm listening. <laughs> no, I'm hearing. I'm listening. I'm listening. Um, we went out uh, after the show. I was there doing Rocky the Third yes. uh, at um, our friend Laura Irish's uh, theatre, the Ghostlight Theatre. Yes, Ghostlight. Yeah, nice. And cool um, and uh, it was all going great guns. Uh, so Saturday night, we went out. There was a bunch of people from Wellington. Shout out to all the Wellington improvisers who came. Shout out. Uh, also, side note. Shout out to D Woods. Uh, D Woods. Uh, Woods. Uh, long time thisner. Long time thisner. Um, and not only is a long time thisner. He's he's on top of the the how about this uh, catalog of conversations. Right, Is he? he was dropping this in the bombs, really? um, and I'm like, <laughs> like deep cuts that I'm like. He had to explain it to me. Oh, really? Um, <laughs> shit. In my defence, I was in Rocky the Third mode. I had a lot of you yeah, know yeah, of Rocky Shakespeare in my mind. Yeah. Um, and he had just listened to some episodes, so he it was fresh in his mind. Yeah, cool. So he would drop some stuff on me. Expectantly waiting to me go to understand what he was talking about, and I'd be like, uh, I, what? I assume I, that's I, a podcast reference. <laughs> so I've, got, I've got nothing for you. And then he would give me, he would color it out a bit more. I'd be like, oh, Of course, yes, and now I remember. Yeah, but um, so the this nut was instructing me, the the this e, yes, uh, on the content that I had probably um brought up in the first place, yeah, yeah. right. Um, but shout out to him, uh, not only is he's a, he's a Strident to this now. He's also a very well versed Yonkey Doodler. Shout oh, really? out to anyone who listens oh, yeah, to cool. my other podcast years ago. So yeah, he was he was across it all. He's like an encyclopedia. If anyone has any how about this questions? Man, um, I don't remember any of this. <laughs> but could, it is that thing that we are doing it. It's yeah. like an impression show where you do it and then it's gone and then mm. people come up and say, He's hey, like the, that thing. And you're like, the what? Yeah. D Woods is like the, how about this wiki? He is. Ah. He is. I, I see him as our Wikipedia. So go to him. Direct all your questions to... Uh, <laughs> D Wiki. D Wiki from Wellington. Uh, D Wiki Woods. And he will answer He will answer your questions without even having to check. That would have well, been nice to see him. He's a lovely man. Delightful. Yeah. Um, and so while we were there, yeah. uh, we went out on the Saturday night, had a delicious Indian dinner. Nice. And as we were leaving the restaurant, Laura's like, uh, says to me, oh, here, take the key to the venue so you can let yourself in tomorrow. Cause I don't know when I'm going to see you tomorrow. Mm. And I'm like, oh, uh, and I was you know, drunk on delicious Indian beer by then. I'm like, yeah. great, oh, nice. great idea. Kingfisher. Thanks, thanks. Thanks. Uh, put it in my pop. Yeah. Kingfisher. Yeah. Pop, popped it in my pocket. Uh, thought nothing more of it. Uh-oh. Then we then we walked home. Took like an hour. It's like a no, like a half hour walk home. Yeah, yeah. We got home, and I uh, I go to open our Airbnb, and I'm like, oh, where's the key? And I'm oh, like, fuck! Didn't you have this in Italy as well? 
Didn't you have some no, chaos was, yeah, with a key and a thing? And yeah, a, that was a separate thing. Okay. We'd, we'd had no trouble getting This was like the third night we'd been at our Airbnb. Right, okay. uh, I'd had no trouble getting in, except this time I'd left my key in the pants that I'd been wearing before the show. Oh, no. Ah. And normally I get changed back in, but because we'd done an impro show afterwards, ah. after Rocky the Third, and I'd gotten changed into sort of half, you know, yeah, half yeah. bearable clothes, yeah. I hadn't put my original pants back on. I'd ah. I'll just stay in these pants. And I'd left my pants with the Airbnb keys in the venue. I've gone, oh, no, God, what are we going to do? But you've got, got the key to the venue. I've got the key to the venue. There's no Ubers, there's no Ubers a in little Nelson bit, A little bit of fancy serendipity. I'm like, yeah. thank God, Laura, just wow. happened. At the very last moment that I yeah. saw her, just decided to give me the key because now I can get back to the venue. I'm like, oh, but geez, it's, a long, it's quite a long walk to get back to the venue. I was like, oh, uh, well, I guess we can call a taxi. Mm. But um, how are we going to find the taxi number? Because... Neither of us have roaming. Oh, cool. Yeah, right. But we could stand outside our Airbnb and we could get onto the wireless. Onto the wireless, wireless. and the oh, wireless New was Zealand. a and, and the New Zealand taxi number was a free call, so we could just call what? the number. It was bloody perfect That's serendipity. Great. And so we called the taxi. The yeah. taxi came, uh, and we're like, we just need to get back here, and then you need to need to wait for us, and then you can drive us back to this very place. Yeah, it's a round trip. Yeah, thanks for coming to get us. It was yeah. almost midnight about this time. Yeah, yeah right. Okay. Um, and so as we're the taxi. Man's driving us, and as we turn a corner, a pedestrian, kind of <gasps> drunken young Shit. lad, uh, sort of stumbles out in front of the thing and makes it awkward for the taxi driver. Yeah, nothing bad happened. Okay, right. It was just like it was an inconvenience Get for the, the taxi road, driver. <laughs> and so the taxi driver, rather than just driving off, yeah, stops, oh. winds down the window, no, and goes, "Are you fucking serious?" <laughs> <laughs> and then the pedestrian comes over to the open window and oh, goes, no. are you fucking serious? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no, bro. <laughs> Me and Bridget are sitting in the back. And then the taxi driver goes, do you want a punch? <laughs> <laughs> and the pedestrian goes, do you want a punch? <laughs> and the taxi driver just... Quickly, does <laughs> right. the window back up and just just speeds off, and the and the pedestrians smacking the back yeah, of the car, yeah. and that was it. Wow! And Bridget and I were mid conversation, and we just continued our conversation. <laughs> <laughs> and the most the funniest thing about it was Bridget was saying afterwards was if that had happened in Australia, we would have been much more terrified. Yeah, we would have felt much more aggressive. Yeah, the fact that it was in New Zealand, we just thought it was an adorable <laughs> little vignette. <laughs> Playing out in front of us, with a little piano back in. Yeah, yeah. Are, yeah. You, are you fucking serious? You were still, serious? you were still like mere seconds from someone getting violently yeah, smashed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, but to us, it was just a delightful little <laughs> yeah. um, Nelson play that we got to enjoy. Oh wow! And uh, just go back to our business wow. straight after. And so that was just our funny little night. Wow, yeah. that's and cool. Then, uh, a lot of things went right. Some things could have went wrong, but they didn't. Yeah. Um, but so you would never have had that vignette if you didn't do exactly. your keys in the pants. And Laura yeah. gave you the thing. It was and, crazy. Oh, uh, and man. I appreciated the whole thing. That's awesome. Well done, Nelson. Um, uh, but random facts. Yeah. Um, we've got some. Good. And I'm going to say some. That's yeah. what I do. <laughs> a snake's heart can move around its body to protect it from harm. Holy when crap. When the snake has eaten large prey. Oh, so oh, a snake okay. eats large prey and if it's in there, sort of, I'm going to get poking your heart. Poking out. I'm going to punch you in the heart. Yeah, well, right. Moves around. While you're digesting me, the heart's like, hey, over here. Hey, I'm over here. I like it. Marco. I'm just going to go and tell dogs off. Pausing. We needed to stop for 
some reason. Now we're starting again. Sorry, oh I'm back. I'm, uh, Jason just killed a dog. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I'm, no regrets. Uh, yeah, I, it's no. not his dog. It's his mum's dog. <laughs> I'm babysitting my mum's dog. She's in Texas. Hi, mum. Uh, Texas. Your uh, dog's dead. Yeah. Your dog's yeah. dead. Get used to it. Look, he's yeah. fine. It's just windy outside and he's barking at all the things that are blowing over in the wind. He, I get it. Unfamiliar sounds. Yeah. In a new environment. Um, so, Maybe uh, pick you know, up a new he's... dog in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe get a coyote. Oh, yeah. Sneak a coyote back in the country. Yeah. That's a, how about this challenge to yeah. Jason's mum to sneak a coyote? A coyote. You be coyote, um, motherfucker. So, yeah. <laughs> sorry, about, sorry about that. Stop. Just have to uh, put the yappy dogs inside. Oh yappy, yappy. no, this is uh, coyote uh, related. In, oh wow. in some ways, the term <laughs> in some ways, some ways. Oh, you know, broadly, broadly speaking, you'll see. Okay, the term herd yeah. refers to a, to large groups of herbivores. Mm-hmm. If they are carnivores, it's called a pack. That's ah, the distinction. Okay, right. so there's a herd of herbivores yeah. and a pack of carnivores. Right, and that checks out. What about cards? A deck of cards. It's a deck. It's a deck. It's a deck. You've been saying it wrong this whole time. What's a deck when it's out of the pack? It's a deck. It's a pack of cards when. The cards are in the pack. No, when they eat meat. Ah, (laughs) my mistake. Yeah. Ah. It depends. If it's. If it's got pictures of meat eaters on yep. the cards, yeah. it's a pack of cards. Mm. If it's got pictures of uh, herbivores, it's a herd of cards. Cards. <laughs> cards. Yeah. I reckon the joke is a, the joke is a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> um, yes, I agree with everything you've said and refuse to be changed or affected. A whiff of pool water, often described as the smell of chlorine, yeah. is not chlorine, but chloramines, which is released when chlorine reacts with human sweat, oil, and urine. That ah. is disgusting. So we're not smelling chlorine, we're right. smelling chlorine reacting with so us. So when, ah. when you walk into a public pool and you go, whoa, that smells that, like chlorine, that it's just like... Kitty piss. Yes. <laughs> Shit. The more chlorine, the more piss. Yeah. That's what I'm believe, you know that there was, it's, it's urban legend, but you know, people would tell you, adults... Man. We'd go to friends' house and we're in the pool. Don't pee in the pool because they've put a tablet in that'll turn the water pink. Right, right. Where you've peed and we'll know that you've peed in the pool. Ah. I believe that for yeah. fucking years. But they do have a thing like that now, don't they? I don't know. Or maybe it's still know. an urban, still urban, urban myth. To scare the shit out of kids yeah. to stop them peeing in the pool. But uh, I'm happy to say my pool over the summer never once smelled like chlorine. I was no. like, yeah. Mm. yeah. Ours, no piss. Apparently, because no ours turned, I just sent you a photo. Ours yeah. was like lime green, like it got an algae oh. and stuff in it. And it smells really strongly of chlorine because the chlorine is reacting with the algae and the algae is releasing oxygen or something. Mm. And so it comes together and so forms a gas and stinks like chlorine. It's like, this shouldn't be happening because it smells like chlorine. Yeah. But it was. Yeah, because it was that's, the, that's smell reaction. Is just a reaction. reaction. I put so much crap into that pool to kill everything off. And, and how'd it go? It didn't work. And yeah. then you went just in the pool and your skin fell off. I mean, I drank it. <laughs> yeah. And now I got powers. Super guts. <laughs> Super guts McConnell. <laughs> and then I just peed it back in and it was white. It was just yeah. clear. Yeah. You, you are the filter. You are the filter. I was. I was. Carl Filter McConnell. <laughs> so if you've got any dirty pools out there yeah. or anything that needs filtering, Carl, drink Carl it. Filter McConnell Toilet, will take shower. the challenge. I'll do it. Iron Guts McConnell. I'll do it. No one's I got a layer of charcoal in that gut. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I've got uh, now, uh, it's been a while since we've had a new villain. <gasps> oh. um, and this is just, it's not a clever villain. It's not a super villain genius. Right. I mean, I guess it, it's just rorting the system in a horrible Villainous oh. way, but not like. But, it's not, a, it's but there's p- no cleverness no. that you can admire. There's about a it. 
there was the, they saw a, a loophole and they exploited it. Okay. It was a loophole that people thought, well, people wouldn't be that evil. Oh. Uh, surely no one would do that. Yeah. Because okay. that's fucking Nuts. awful. Yeah. That's awful. Uh, but this person went, well, I'll do it. Yeah. Um, There's always someone who's uh, going to take. Take advantage of those loopholes. Well, there was their per- wasn't the supervillain and the woman that killed all those babies, adopted yeah. all the children and killed them. This is similar it's to that. Similar okay. to that, but not. It's it's one one very small room below. Okay. Very like possibly on par. All right. A woman named Linda Weston. Linda Weston. I'm naming and shaming. Yeah. <laughs> it's time. So think of the Darren Hinch of this podcast. Yeah. Shame, Linda. Shame. <laughs> She lured mentally disabled people into a makeshift dungeon where they were forced into prostitution and subject to starvation so that she could collect their public benefits. That is... Because the government... Had tried to do something nice. Yeah, the government had gone. Um, if you there's, adopt, uh, there's there's there's, yeah, yeah, there's yeah. benefits that we've got. There's yeah. to the, for mentally disabled people, but uh, because of that, if we're giving the money to the mentally disabled, that's got its own problems because some of these uh, some of the people who are receiving the benefits aren't yeah. able to be in charge of their own yeah, funds. Yeah. So what you can do is you can be the nominee. For these benefits, yeah. so the person who deserves the benefits, it's actually getting paid to someone else. Yeah. Um, and she, once they brought that rule in, she's like, "Well, what if I just kidnap these people and become their nominee? Yeah. Um, then I get all their benefits. Yeah. That was how she brought up the system. And wow. she was like, "Well, they're in the dungeon. Might as well prostitute them out. That's just that's money made, money. made to happen. That's well, if you've got a we just got to pause the podcast because I've got weird echo lag. Okay. Uh, I heard a I, weird ever since sound I before. Punched, I punched the microphone. It has ah. been right ever since. Okay. okay. We needed to stop for some reason. Now we're starting again. And we're back. All right. Oh, don't punch the microphone. That's what I learned. Yeah. Uh, if that was the it's problem. De- it's delicate equipment. Yeah. Yeah. It makes sense. So, you, excuse you, me. Carl's wandered off to the fridge in the break, the bar fridge. He's found some Aldi beer. He's found some Aldi beer. It's Brooklyn Summer Ale, Brooklyn yeah. uh, Brewery. And it is right. Any long-time distance will know. Carl loves a morning beer. That's it his is prime time. Ten thirty-seven, guys. Yeah, ten thirty-seven. <laughs> it's, it's, it's beer o'clock. It's beer o'clock. But when I go to sleep tonight, there'll be no alcohol in my yeah. system, and I'll yeah. sleep really well. Yeah. And if you're worried about Carl, you shouldn't, because he's a very sent. Like he, it's, this is this most sensible yeah. drinking that you'll ever see. Yeah. Yeah. He, yeah. He sort of threw. I mean, it's my third one for the day. I yeah. had two at home <laughs> yeah. for breakfast. Oh, breakfast beers. Are yeah. The best beers. Oh, beautiful. What do you think? Uh, Ah, uh, it's good. It's That's, really nice. It's got like also, an apple tinge to it. Beer in your beer from your fridge is like twenty percent better than any other beer because your fridge is just the perfect temperature. Mm. Like it's just super chill. Like I've been putting You've the code. If I have, have a beer at home, I'll put it in the freezer for like uh, like an hour. Right. If I have a beer at home and I put it in the freezer, I forget about it and, and it explodes. explodes. Yeah. Without without failure. That was yeah. my childhood. <laughs> just constantly open up the freezer. Like, the freezer. Oh, yeah, my dad had just put it in the thing, yeah. pass out. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exciting times. But it explodes in a really awesome way because yeah. it freezes when yeah. it explodes. So it's like stalactites yeah. of beer and stuff. It's powerful. Oh, it's like, art. We used to <gasps> eat that shit. Beer art. Beer art. Beer art. Exploding beer art. All we the need is a now. super cold room. Yeah. Um, and then you chip it off that. into your glass. Mm. And then and walk then outside just... into the foyer and wait for it to melt. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Perfect. Um. I've got an exploding fact. Oh, um, look at this. Serendipity all over with the facts today. It's about right The Unabomber. The yeah. shoe bomber. 
It's the Atlanta Olympic Park bomber. The 1993 World Trade Center bombers and one of the Oklahoma City bombers are I... all incarcerated at the same prison. Oh. That is a feel-good... Uh, wow. No, not a feel-good. It's like a Ocean's Eleven type yeah. film waiting to happen. It's like a super league of villains yeah. coming if, together. If there was some the sort of explosion wing. at that prison... No one would yeah. be surprised. Yeah. yeah, no one would go. What? But Everyone would go. Well, that who makes it, sense. I, I suggest you, there's explosions every day at that prison. <laughs> you wouldn't know who it was though. Yeah, because it's like, well, it could have been any of these guys. <laughs> yeah, it's just like someone sitting with no fingers on their hand, and everyone else is pointing to them. It's like it was him. It was him. Uh, um, what prison is it? Does it say? It doesn't say. Oh, they don't want shit. you to know. They don't, they don't want you to know. Mm, wow. Um, just, I, yeah, I, Netflix... I suggest just listen for the one with the most explosions. Yeah. <laughs> Although I, I guess uh, there's probably explosions. All the yeah. way through all the prisons. You said Netflix? There yeah, should be a Netflix. A Netflix series. Yeah. It yeah. should definitely be. I mean, I would watch. I mean, all, all the bombers gathered together. There's Bomber Man. Bomb Squad. It's called Bomb, Bomb Squad. Squad. Oh, my God. <laughs> Bomb Squad. That's so cool. There's a thing. Have you seen the preview? Except for all the people they killed. And, uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shout, oh, shout out sure, to all the sure, sure, um, And their relatives. They're all part of our villain squad. living with, yeah. Tragedy, we wouldn't have those particular bombers. No, just fictional oh, no. bombers. We're using yeah. this as a yeah inspiration for a much oh, yeah, less yeah. controversial, like the yes. Dirty Netflix. Dozen, where they're t- people yeah. taken out of prison in the war and sent on a suicide mission. Yeah, yeah. you know because basically, what a, and if they survive, they get to go free. Any moral or ethical issues you've got with this series, we've thought of and have fixed. Oh, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Shoot so your questions re- this way. Rest assured. Rest assured. So <laughs> other, uh, so it's gonna be awesome. <laughs> Bomb squad. Bomb squad, check it out, guys. Guys, George Clooney Crazy. is definitely in it. Um, have you anyone seen the preview for the Ted Bundy thing with um, um, High School Musical kid uh, Zach Efron? Yeah, yes. What is Ted? Ted he's playing he's Ted playing Bundy. Oh, Ted Bundy. Thing. He looks exactly oh, like I'm Ted Bundy. I'm upset about that. He looks yep. like Ted Bundy. Oh, this is the first misstep I think that oh, Zach Efron think. has made. I think it's the perfect. No, I step. think I think career wise he'll be fine. Just yeah. in, in my heart. Oh, okay. This is his first misstep in my heart. Yeah. But he's so charming. I know. And Ted Bundy was so charming. I know, so they say. Yeah. Mm, whatever. Like for a serial killer. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um uh, But oh. now that Zach Efron's playing him, they've taken care of any moral things that you would have Oh, had. they've thought it through. Yeah, they've, they've thought, thought it through. through. All right. And right. every every model thing. Oh yeah. I started watching Dead to Me on uh on Netflix. Oh yeah. Is that which, the old one? No, uh, no, 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 that no. was Dead oh. Like Me. Dead oh. Like Me. Dead to Me is Christina Applegate and um, Linda Cardellini. Oh, I want to see that. I saw um, the preview for that. It looks awesome. Yeah, I mean, great. And also because Linda Cardellini is like the greatest person ever. Yeah, oh. I love oh. her. Well, well, I'm a big fan. Yeah, yeah I'm a huge fan. Big fan. Although big I didn't, fan. I, 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 I'm not because of ER. She was in ER forever, wasn't she? Yeah, no, from Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, Freaks and Geeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then tr- and in Mad, she's in Mad Men as well. Right, right. And then, I mean, she's in everything. Yeah. Because she's good. And yeah, people want it. She's fantastic. Fantastic. In that show. So, yeah, I've seen a couple of episodes now. Uh, I recommend. Hmm. While we're talking about shows quickly, um, I've been watching Peaky Blinders. Oh. oh, that's great. I love that show. Yeah. And it's got modern music, like modern, when I say modern, it's like yeah. Nick Cave. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Red Right Hand is the theme song for the sure. thing. Yeah. But then it's got that and kind of Dirty Three, Warren Ellis music yeah, yeah. through it and stuff. I like it. Great. And Sam Neill is yeah. fucking amazing. Yeah. Like one of the best things I've seen him in. Oh, I saw and, a preview and he's got a Belfast him. accent and it's like, you know, from to my ear it sounds spot on. Yeah. Like he's just brilliant. I saw a preview for the Deadwood movie. Oh. <gasps> Looks good. Oh. Yeah. Looks I have to go good. back through season three. Mm. I wonder where it picks up. Like is it It, it looks like time, time? It looks like time has moved on because um, okay. what's his name looks all- Ian McShane. Uh, no, what's know, his name? Timi- the main guy. Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, Oliphant. He looks like grey and, mm. um, you know, mature. Okay. But yeah, it looks and um, it's like you know the Telegraph is 
just come into town, right. like te- telephone lines and yeah, stuff. Right. So yeah, it's like the the end of isolation for Deadwood. So yeah, I don't right. think I ever made it to the end of season no, three. I, thought, I think I made it uh, like to within a couple of episodes. I think me too, but I didn't want it to not yeah. end because it because it, it just got cancelled and there's it. no resolution. Oh, it's on a streaming service. I've got yeah. it. I have oh, okay, the DVDs, but well. I never made hmm. it to the end of the. The third series because as it was approaching, yeah. there were scant few episodes left. I was like, yeah, rushing it out, and I knew that it didn't fin. It had no resolution. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so I was like, um, oh, and, the and tension I just kind of fell those, off it. That third season, I think, because they it got axed, it didn't get all the way through to the season. Yeah, kind of like Firefly. The tension, like they bring in Gerald McRaney. Is that the guy? Don't know. He's the mustache guy from Simon and Simon. Right. Like yeah. 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 80s deep cuts. Um, <laughs> He's he's this he's kind of the bad guy, but yeah. he's also bringing progress and stuff there. And he's got this fucked up back, but he's menacing. Yeah. Like, mm. and the tension in that, like, is he just going to fucking destroy everyone? Because yeah. he can. I just, it's the most tense I've ever been in a show. I reckon. Well, now on, that on now a that the movie's coming out, when did it say when? It's just a summertime thing. Um, um well, I don't, no, I didn't, I didn't pay yeah. attention. Uh, man, it'll be now the movie's sometime. coming out. I think I'll I'll go back and watch all of season three up to the. The cutting point yeah, again yeah. in prep for the movie because it is. If you've never watched Deadwood, get on board. Oh, it it's is my, one of my spectacular. Top, I'd say my top five. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's like Shakespeare. Yeah, like I've got a Western. I've got a final. Um, just this is a random fact, oh. but um, look, Louisiana, mm-hmm. the state, mm-hmm. loses land about the size of a football field every hour to the ocean. Oh. Every hour, yeah. Now I was, I was, I was like, that seems like a lot of land. I'm going to yeah. look a little bit more into it, and just and found the weirdest uh, sort of debunking of that myth. Oh, okay. Um, that wasn't really debunking of the myth. Um, <laughs> uh, it's not mate. a football field. It's a it's a cricket pitch. Yeah. Um, so it says this is uh, this goes. Uh, we've, we're fact checking. Blah blah blah. Louisiana is not losing a football field of coastal wetlands every hour. In fact, it never has lost land at any constant rate that would show itself every hour. But over the 25-year span from 1985 to 2010, it did lose about a football field per hour on average. I'm like, what? So what they're saying is it doesn't technically lose every you can't like yeah. you can't yeah, watch right. a, a, a football field of land every hour disappear right because that's like no it's it's not constant like that mm. yeah but on average yes it loses a football field of land every hour because so, louisiana's on the, in the last on the 20 years texas gulf there isn't it like <laughs> yeah. it's got a big coastline i'm like you, uh, this is, you just, like clearly yeah. not, the, the, you, clearly, you, clearly you, they were talking averages yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> like that's such a, that needs to be read in the nerd voice uh no we yeah. just not lose a football field every yeah. hour Incorrect. that would be ridiculous yes. uh but on average yes that is correct <laughs> So what is it? Did like major cyclones and stuff that sweep through the hurricane, yeah, whatever that's, that's comes and takes a whole bunch of it. That's, that's on the Gulf between Florida and Texas, like that. that <laughs> oh, okay, oh, it's, right. it's some angry nerd. Yeah. yeah. The truth is, the rate of change is constantly changing. There are many hours that go by where there's uh, no change or even positive change. But <laughs> still, on average, over that amount of years, that's that's a lot heaps. of land. Yeah. Like in a day. Yeah. That's like. The length of your property yeah. that you live on. Someone who lives in the middle of Louisiana will soon have beachfront property. Yeah, like isn't like, that that's just fact. <laughs> I mean that was that was Lex Luthor's whole plan yeah. in the first Superman yeah. movie. It was like, a great plan. Yeah. New Orleans. Such a good plan. And New Orleans is under under um, We're just looking at the map as now. Well, yeah. Oh, okay. So, so Louisiana's in that oh sorry, there in that Gulf of Mexico. Mm-hmm. And so it's got a huge coastline. 
And also, a lot of it is very low lying. Yeah. Um, where oh, that's New where Orleans the, is. the bayou and all that sort yeah, of stuff yeah, is. Yeah. So it's swampland, yeah. swampy. But see, they might disappear. And does it say anything about it coming back? Because mm-hmm. you get seasons change the direction of the, the seasons the, the, do the change. Tends, the, the currents tend to travel. Mm-hmm. But and yeah, so often you'll get a beach stri- getting stripped, and then in the next six months it gets redeposited. Yeah. As it, as if it comes you look back around New Orleans, it's basically just yeah. it's just, just swamplands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so terrifying. Say your fond farewells to Louisiana. It yeah. won't be around much longer. Well, I mean, they've already had that terrible flood in New Orleans because New Orleans sits below the yeah. the waterline. Water oh, does it? <laughs> yeah, it's surrounded by levees, and the city itself sits below already. Yeah, sits below the waterline. They're like, gonna end well. so once the levees, we can burst, beat you, nature. That's mm. what they thought when they built New Orleans. Yeah, we don't need you. Yeah, we 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 will build here. Just you can't stop us. Hot, sweaty place. Yeah. Mm-mm. That's just going to... Mosquitos. Gonna get do- yeah, and alligators. Alligators and mosquitos. Alligators. But delicious food, by all accounts. Oh, damn, yeah. I mean, there's and a... music. Oh. Po boys. Oh. It's got a lot going for it. It's got a strong it. culture. They're going out They're going out in style. Yeah. yeah. They're going isn't out full. Way, isn't the way Trem... Is it Trem or Trem is set? You know the guy oh, yeah. that did The Wire? That was his next show. It was set there after maybe yeah. Hurricane Katrina. Oh. It was one of those shows that was incredibly boring, but also riveting. And yeah. so it didn't, a lot of, it was a joke on 30 Rock where Tina Fey was at one point went, and Trim is great. Like, you <laughs> yeah, know, sure. if you spend some time with it, it's great. Yeah. Yeah. I feel you. Because we watched the first explained. one and it's just like, what is happening? It's just like a camera just walking down the street for an hour. Mate, that's how you learn. Yeah. All right, that's, yeah, you how you, that's how you get to know people yeah, you do. and trust people and be people. Uh, um, uh, that's the end of Random Facts. Thanks uh, so much. All right. Awesome. Well, we didn't, we didn't really sizzle this at the start of the episode at all, but we thought we would talk about Avengers Endgame. So, so if you haven't seen it. If you haven't seen it, it then- and off. That's yeah, why we yeah. saved it to the yeah. end. We're, we're gonna we're gonna give it a big fat spoiler warning right now. So another spoiler. Just like fucking nerds. <laughs> why? <laughs> it's a nerd warning as well. Yeah, we yeah. are about to turn into big fat nerds. Mm. Uh, and uh, and so yeah. So if you haven't seen Endgame and you don't want it spoiled for you, mm. uh, pause the episode now. Uh, we'll see you next week. Uh, mm. And uh, 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 don't try to skip through the end or anything like that. We're gonna mm. talk about this right through to the end of the episode. Mm. Uh, so. It's a, a, a shortish episode for you. If you don't want uh, your end game spoiled, yeah. you have been forewarned. Then don't um, listen to the end game of this episode. Yes. So, uh, and the Russo brothers had a limit on spoilers. And they said, I think it was this Monday that it just just passed. Where it's like, spoiler thing is lifted. Exactly. Right. Like, if you haven't Spoil seen it yet. Yeah, if you haven't seen it, fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, this is quite different. We're not, we're not putting it in the public realm. We're clearly no. saying, turn it off yeah, if yeah, you yeah. do not yeah. want your end game spoiled yeah. um, right now, and it is worth uh, not having it spoiled uh, as well. So uh, tune in again next week. Uh, thanks very much for listening, you end gamers. Mm-hmm. Uh, go see the movie yeah. and uh, and then play this part of the podcast. So bye. See ya. All right. So if you're listening Thank now God at this point, let's do one more random fact. Yeah, let's do one do more it, bonus do it, random do it, fact. Do it, just, just <laughs> sucked in all you people who don't like fact. spoilers. Ten percent of plastic in the US is recycled. Wow, which isn't a lot. I no. do have one more. I've got one more. Oh, ready? oh awesome! This is for all you uh, people who stuck around despite and, the spoilers. Well done, you. And good on you for going out and supporting independent cinema. Yeah. <laughs> in 2010. A man bypassed security at Newark Airport to kiss his girlfriend goodbye. The entire terminal was shut down for seven hours and the man became known as Airport Romeo. Oh. <laughs> Is he a hero or a villain? We don't know. To some, he's definitely a villain. Yeah, yeah. but just, to others, yeah. he's uh, probably still a villain. I mean, yeah. just why did you have to get, get 
just kiss her before yeah. security. Yeah. Think it through. Let's not talk it about feels, the movie at all. Feels, Let's just. <laughs> it feels like it could be like a um, like a Bruce Springsteen song or something yeah. like yeah, that. Yeah. Like, Airport Romeo. Yeah. <laughs> I, unless, hopefully, he also had to chase her to the airport in a taxi, and it was yeah. raining. Yeah. She yeah. she thought that he didn't love her. You know. Hopefully, all that was going and on. And her best I, her best I, friend yeah. was no no she, like she does love you. Yeah, yeah. You gotta there. go there. Go. Go, go, do it. Yeah. Or some old man, like his dad, don't yeah. make the mistake that I made, yeah. son. Uh, that, yeah, all right. If, that, all if, that if it was out. the full rom-com yeah, yeah. thing, then I'm, all, I'm on board. But yeah. if it was just like, I wonder if I can... Would you be, this- if it was a full rom-com thing and you were stuck and missed your oh, flight... Oh, no, if I missed my flight, I would be like, fuck love. <laughs> fuck yeah. love. Jesus. You piece but of then, shit. But then that plane crashes. Oh, yeah. And you're like... That's I true. Life. I am normally pretty philosophical on those things. Like yeah. maybe he's maybe he, he saved, saved my life. life. Maybe yeah. he saved my life. Thank you, Airport Romeo. I've got another fact, just a quick one <laughs> <laughs> that I read yesterday. Fuck you all. Um, there, was, there was a story. There was a doctor who, back in the day, delivered a premature baby and basically kept it alive. Like right. before the, all the amazing technology that we yeah. have, you know, like thirty years ago. Yeah. Um, keeps this baby like two alive. finger heart massage. Yeah, like full on hardcore stuff yeah. over a course of months and stuff like that. Anyway. Recently, this doctor is in a car accident and he's pinned in a car and the paramedic that comes and saves him is the kid that he saved 31 years ago. I, that was one, one of my random facts on this podcast. Was it? Yeah. I read it yesterday. I don't remember anything. <laughs> Where's Darren Woods? <laughs> What's he? We have talked to him. Yeah, yeah, D-Wiki, if you could just confirm, we have discussed that exact thing really? on this podcast. Come on, Carl. It is. Okay. Uh, read it like it happened... Yesterday, nah. I read it yesterday. You no. read it as something that had happened in the past. Right. Yeah, yeah. Which it happened about. like in two thousand and yeah. something or other. Right, so right. there's a good chance we've covered most things with random facts. <laughs> and one final thing to talk about before we talk about Endgame yes. uh, that I um, I wrote down and meant to talk about yeah. I was, while I was in Nelson. Mm. Uh, we, we had um, our New Zealand television, and one of the television stations mm-hmm. um, just has uh, for large stretches. Just has trivia questions, like it just oh, really? it just flashes up. Like it has what? questions, and it's like multiple choice A B C D. So it's not like, like a phone is, in win money. No, no, it's just it's just the things on the thing, and you just sit there and you, you can watch it, and you're like B uh, thing, and then it has the answer. Right. And you're like, yeah, addictive. Oh, yeah. One of the greatest yeah. ideas. Like I like when, whenever we had like downtime, we're like, what's your Put the trivia on. <laughs> yeah. Well, is it because they're not putting programming? Because you know how they just show the yeah. blank image, like ABC three yeah, yeah. back. At yeah, yeah. Because uh, like it had like music videos during like in the yeah, evening, right. but then in the morning it was just like trivia, trivia questions. That's till, brilliant. Till the till the cows come home. And there were regular commercials in the middle of it all. Or no, because it, just... it was like satellite TV. I right, think right. it was like right. the weird cable. Oh, yeah, right. we're on like a through a box. Um, and so all every now and then it would stop for ads just to show what was coming up. Later on in the day, mm. uh, and then I go back to the trivia. It was awesome, and That's I say, cool. if anyone out there is thinking about if they want to start a new television station, would watch. Brilliant! All right, let's jump into Endgame. Yeah. So I text these guys just to say, hey, can I ask? I mean, I'll be involved in it as well, but do a bit of a Q and A. You want to moderate a discussion? And it's more about me because I often we often talk about stuff, and then it's like, oh, oh, and this, and you ooh, know, and it's, ooh, it's ooh. all over the place. He so nerdgasms the shit out of it, and Scattergun chaos Yeah, all over the place And I forget things in the moment So I put questions down Just to ask us Nothing crazy or anything All right. Uh, First is cinema experience Like that first thing Where you come into the cinema You know, like 
because it's a big movie. Yeah. Did you have a whole bunch of people, you know, because I, I, was I wanted to hear cinema. about your Nelson Cinema experience, yeah. particularly because yes. did you get your backpack in and stuff? So, yeah. heard a bit about We've that. We've heard a bit about it and I didn't get in, but I was in a very good mood, okay. uh, very happy. We're, yeah. You know, we're in another country, having a great time. Yeah. Um, very happy to be seeing Endgame. Good cinema, good uh, sound. It good was good. I'm Nelson Cinemas are, are pretty good, yeah. their main cinema there. Yeah. I'm not 100% sure. I feel like the sound could have been louder. Mm-hmm. But not to the point where I, it troubled me. Yeah. Um, but I'm also, as we stated on most subjects, I'm very easily pleased. Um, yeah. And, and and I'll put up with a fair amount. Um, nice. So I was I was I was happy enough with the cinema experience. Yes. And like people, you know, was there, there was, like talkers or chip crushers? And... Um, not so bothered me. But okay. uh, again, I'm not bothered. <laughs> I'm I'm not bothered like you guys are by any, any of that stuff anymore. Yeah. I'm just happy to be out and about. Yeah, no, uh, I spoke I went, to you a little bit on the yeah, phone. So I went got... to I went to Springvale Cinemas, uh, Village Cinemas. There, uh, it was the su- it was a nine thirty a.m. session on a Sunday morning. Yeah, trying to avoid the crowds of the opening weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, I booked online. The cinema was fairly it was a crybaby full. session. <laughs> oh god! Oh god! The cinema was fairly full. Um, Springvale is a very uh, heavy Asian populated area of Melbourne. Sure. Uh, and so I, I go in there, and there's and a- Jason is racist. I, know. <laughs> I mean, we no, joke about Rick being racist, but Jason actually is yeah. racist. Ah, just, just like no, I was like, racist, get out, get out. But but but, but. Asians. Um, so uh, I'm, this is pretty much a thing uh, I'm pretty sure in oh, Asian culture. Oh, I like oh, that. Uh, oh, God. Hear him out. Hear him yeah, out. Yeah, hear me yeah, out. Yeah, you're, yeah, hear me out. You're in charge of moderating this discussion, think, so sure. shut it down if you need to. Yeah, shut, shut, shut my <laughs> Rick, casual racism down. <laughs> but uh, there, there was a gentleman behind me who would sniff. Yes. Like, like, uh, that as is far as I know, culturally, culturally Asians appropriate. do yes. not know, uh, not Asians generally, but there are sections where you, you can't No, they don't, blow they don't blow their nose. They sniff. They sniff. It's just a cultural thing. Um, yeah. and it's yeah. a fact. Yeah. And it's just so, a racist fact. It's just a racist fact. <laughs> just blow your nose. And, and so I sat down. It's like the Seinfeld thing where he's like, just use a fork. With, within within uh, within five minutes, uh, uh, the guy kind of behind me and to my left is... <laughs> Like the this, worst. and I was like, oh. but yeah. he would do a mighty sniff once every 15, 20 minutes. Like he wasn't yeah. all the time, which is probably okay. And, I, I, and so I reconciled myself with that. I was right. like, okay, I'm going to get a sniff every every week, and and it got under my skin, but it was it wasn't enough to to get me mm. get me started. And so uh, and then the cinemas filming up, filling up. There's lots of young people uh, and a bunch of like uh, teenagers sit behind me, like six of them, and they're chatting through the previews Ooh. and. I I try to use the previews as a bit of a gauge, yeah. but you can't no. you can't turn around and shush people in previews. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and so the movie starts, and the two people directly behind me are talking like they're on their fucking couch. They're no just good. like Ugh. they're just like they're just there going, oh look, oh. And and so at the start where uh, Tony Stark's in space and it Spoilers. looks like uh, yeah it's, <laughs> uh, and it looks like he's gonna die, uh, and the 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 light on his face changes. They are like oh. Oh, it's Captain Marvel. It's going to be Captain Marvel. Oh, Captain- and they're like, they're talking to their friends. And I turned around. I gave them the sternest look. And I went, please be quiet. I don't want your commentary on this film. <laughs> and, and they all just froze in their fucking seats. And I turned around and you hear a peep out of them for the rest of the time. Nice. I, I, I was firm. I looked aggressive like yes. I could kill someone. Yep. I, I, did, I, I was calm in the way that I said it. There is no aggression but, like cinema aggression yeah. I found. It's just instant and it's white hot. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it has I the mean, desired effect. Yeah. And, it's, it's, 
would have been less effective if you turned around and said, are you fucking serious? Yeah. You, <laughs> do you want to punch? <laughs> are you fucking serious? Do you and all so, want to punch? So, uh, and so I think it even, I actually think it even shut Sniffy Guy up for yeah, a while. Okay. Like, yeah. Oh, I've been Shit. sniffing a lot. But, um, <laughs> this cocaine is making my nose run. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, so uh, so uh, other than that, yeah, uh, odd sniffy guy and a uh, one turnaround. My experience was good. I have seen it since. Okay, uh, I went back and saw it a second time with Jimmy James. Okay, uh, and had the perfect cinema experience. Oh, oh, hello. So in your original one, were you like surrounded by like? Did you have people sitting next to you and stuff? Uh, no, like no, no. Packed? We had the row like we booked quite late, and we had the, like we were in the f- we like sitting like two thirds down the cinema. Like I sit- I like sitting quite close to the screen. Oh yeah, so I think we all um, do, don't we? Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so when I booked tickets, I. Just Book at the front of mm. the swathe, yeah. um, because we booked that morning. I was expecting people to be next to us, yeah, but right. there wasn't. Oh, sweet. Um, awesome. So we were able to spread out in our row. People, everyone behind us was shoulder to shoulder, but yeah, yeah. we were at the front, classic. about two thirds down the way. Well, I went to the classic because I was going to go see it like on a VMAX or one yeah, of those yeah. giant screens. Yeah. But the thing that I've realized is that it's all. Relative yeah. screen size and how close you sit. Yep. So you go to one of those huge ones at Village or Hoyts and stuff, and it's like thirty meters between the front row and the cinema because yeah. you can't sit that close. Yeah. And so it seems, and it's like at home, I sit like a meter and a half away from my TV. Yeah. yeah. And you go to the cinema and it's further and further. Yeah. And the cinemas are the classic and nice, and they've got yeah. like when we saw the Lego Movie. Yeah. Um, big screen's a big screen and yeah. a comfy chair. Like, yeah. They've got comfy, comfy chairs, chairs at the key. classic, like really nice. Can I also say, speaking of comfy chairs, yeah. the, the revolution at the moment is that all the cinemas are getting. Rec- Liners, yeah, which is a nice idea, but they have t- mathematically figured out the most unsatisfying <laughs> level of right. recline. Yeah. It's almost all the recliners almost recline to the point where you're happy, yep, but stop just short. And right. you always feel like, oh, if I could just, uh, yeah, if the leg would just go up that bit sure. more, I would you be have so to, happy. You have but to it go never to gold does. class for that, like yeah. <laughs> for the but extra I've recline. I've done that at gold class, like I've done gold class, and it's the same thing. It's yeah. like I just, I'm not quite I kind of almost, comfy. I wish it was freedom from choice. Like, I need a, I need I just a pillow. Like, down, no, up, yeah. no, now down a bit more. Oh, no, no, oh, maybe it's here. Oh, yeah. No. yeah. So, yeah. The Hoyt's one at Chadston does well for me. Like, it reclines to a nice thing. And also, if there's no one sitting next to you and you leave, their their seats are up, you can kind of lean mm, on it like okay. a pillow. Right. Yeah. Anyway, so, I went happy. to the classic. I, um, I walked up to the, th- and I, they've been showing two sessions on the hour almost. Like, they've, like one and then yep. another one the yep. following hour. And I was like, oh, shit, I better go in. But I went in on a school day, like a classic. normal day. Hoping Carl be Hacks. And I walked up because they're doing the two things. I was like, shit. AM as well. Busy. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. 10 AM. Yeah. yeah. So he's um, beer o'clock, like, three beers. Oh, I am smashed. <laughs> I mean, and the, you know, I got turned away until I'd sobered up. Yeah. Just, like all my aeroplanes. <laughs> yeah. Avengers! If this was Nelson, I'm I wouldn't even be able to bring him a backpack full of beer. <laughs> this is just the beer in my backpack. Um, it's a beer pack. Backpack beer. Hat with the tube. <laughs> um, so I went up and I was like, oh, I want a ticket for Endgame. Um, like, how full is it and stuff? And he just looks at me and goes, I'll just give you a ticket and you can pick where you want to sit. And I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> and so I walk in and there's literally six people in the cinema down the back of the cinema. Yeah. And I'm like, perfect. And so I sit down. And then this guy walks up and it's, you know, on the aeroplane where you've got a seat next to you and yeah. people walk down yeah. there looking at the numbers. I'm like, not here, not here. And he comes and he sits behind me in the row that I'm in. Right. And I'm like, fuck. So I move forward one row. Yeah. yeah. And then he, for some reason, moves to the side. And then, and then another guy comes in and sits next to him. The movie's just kind of starting. And I hear this like weird sound, like this kind of, Sandpapery sound, like someone's sanding something. It's the Australian cricket team. 
<laughs> maybe. <laughs> and I couldn't figure it out. And it was really bugging me because it was quite loud. And I'm looking around for it and I couldn't see it. And I kept hearing it. And I looked around at one point and the guy, so there's a row separating us now. Mm. I look behind me. The guy's got his feet on the seat in front of him. He's just rubbing his foot. Without any shoes or socks on and he's rubbing his feet together and then making a sand because his feet must be rough as fuck and it's like (laughs) and then I'm just imagining flakes of skin flaking off his feet and stuff and I look around and I just stare at him and he keeps doing it because he's not making eye contact with me and then it stops and then it starts and I can't make eye contact with him and then the third time I push my arms down into my seat so I'm kind of standing down and I'm just looking at him and I just stayed there until he looked at me and I'm just like, I'm going to kill you <laughs> with my eyes. Yeah. Uh, and then he stopped. And then he didn't for the rest of the movie. Yeah. But him and his friend, one guy kept getting up during the movie and would disappear for like 20 minutes and then come back. And at the end of the movie, they were like, oh, yeah, that was all right. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, why are you even here? <laughs> and he just, I don't know. They were fucking idiots, basically. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And where are your shoes? Yeah. Because <laughs> like, he would leave the cinema barefoot. And oh, like, shit. What is going on with yeah, you? That's no good. So that was, but apart from that- Selling drugs in the car park. But it's also the sound in cinema is so deeply saturated. Yeah, yeah. It does. I feel like it's different because the technology is better now. It does block out a lot of that sort of stuff. Yeah. But I I went into the cinema, like I was stressed about this movie because it was like, I'm so nervous about it. It's the culmination of 10 years, basically. And I hope they don't fuck it up. Yeah. And so the expectation was so high that I was like, oh, no, oh, no. You know, I was going to, whatever is not as good. What if you get through that point where you go, actually, this is really shit. Yeah, yeah. Like Matrix films and stuff like that. But it was fucking awesome. I was mildly disappointed (gasps) in the end with Endgame. Just the time travel stuff. You know, they tried to explain the time travel stuff. In the end, I was not satisfied with- Well, that's one of my questions. So, we jump to- Yeah. Actually, let's talk about what you thought because I think that's good. That's just my broad. I like, like, I thought it was on the verge of greatness. Right. I thought it was on the verge of brilliance and it fell short for me. Okay. And and the history of this is you've had superhero fatigue. Yes. um, But Infinity War, you thought was fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, yep. absolutely. Okay. And and the way it ended was so unexpected and yeah. amazing that you couldn't help but just love everything about it. It's, it's, it was so well made. It's the Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so this, and I always knew going into Endgame that I'd be disappointed that, you know, that they would be able to fix all of the amazing stuff that happened in the second yeah. one. So it was kind of would cancel out the amazingness of the second one in some way. And I read a thing about that as well saying, I'll probably say that a lot. I read this thing. I yeah. watched this thing. Um, You're very learned. That it's that it's when you know that there's a Spider-Man movie coming. Yeah, and you know that he's dead. Yeah, it's he's going to become alive yeah. again. Yeah, and so these movies are becoming less about um, is it going to happen, and then more it's about how, how it's going to happen. Yeah. So yeah. how will they defeat yeah, yeah. Thanos? How will they bring Spider-Man back? Because yeah. you know he's coming back. Yeah, like there's a preview before the movie of him yeah. in another movie. Yeah. And in this age of spoilers and online stuff where you can, you know, like an iPhone comes out and everyone's like, yeah, we fucking knew about this two years ago because yeah. there's so many leaks and stuff. Yeah, That's yeah. the world we live in. Yeah. Well, I don't because no, I'm not a hermit <laughs> and I don't know. I'm constantly surprised you by You read stuff. about it in your industry rags. <laughs> yes. Um, but yeah, yeah, it is that sort of thing. Yeah. 
Um, Joe's. I, I quite, I quite enjoyed it. I, I liked it second time through. I liked the way that uh, that they kind of took care of Thanos and Thanos, like they closed out his story mm. of of um. Well, he destroyed the stones and he got killed. Yeah, like, I love that the, when you first see him, he's just like a farmer. Yeah, like he's this guy's gone through all this shit, and yeah. now he's he just, and like subsistence farming. He goes yeah. out and he plucks the fruit yeah. from the thing. His arms all fucked up. Yeah, and he dies, and it's nothing. Like he yeah. just comes in and kills him, and he's like, whatever. Like yeah. what are you gonna do? I've fucking done it. Like yeah. I really like that. I I I stayed right through to the end um to hear the little sting at yeah, the yeah. end. Did you stay for yeah. the Okay. It's not there's like the sound of someone hammering metal. It, that's it's, it's like Iron Man hammering at the it yeah. went in, in the cave. Like that's the sound. Do you sound. think that's what it is? That's what it sounded like. Is it like just bring it full yeah. circle from the very first movie? Yeah. Yeah, because uh, I was thinking what it would be. Hmm. It's just basically it's like a blacksmith sound. Yeah, right. And then I was and thinking, the, yeah, there's four like chimes, like dink, dink. Yeah. And, and it sounded to me like Tony Stark in the cave, like yeah, starting yeah. stuff up again. Um, but yeah, look, I, I quite enjoyed it. Like, I wasn't disappointed by it. I thought they managed all the threads. Uh, I, I, I too was like, well, of course they need to solve this with, um, with time travel. Oh, yeah. I appreciated the effort that they put into the movie where they literally had at least two exposition scenes, yeah, yeah, scenes yeah. going, this is how time work uh time travel works in our films. Yeah. Don't reference other films. Here's a list of the films that it's not like. Yeah, 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 um yeah. this is how it's working for us. Here's a graph yeah. of how it works. Uh yeah. when the old one was there. Like they, they literally were going, okay, and, and the reason why I think they're doing this is uh and and uh I, I think that moving forward the the Marvel universe is going to be a multiverse. Like it's um Which is really I mean Comics get fucked up with all of this. Like yeah. The X-Men yeah. just... Yeah. I'm reading X-Men at the moment, and I think because they've come back to... You know, because they bought Fox or whatever yeah. it is, they've reset all the universes. Yeah. And they went through the history in one of the comics of all the stuff, and it's like, this is just batshit crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, because they, they had 10 years of telling stories in the one universe and the one arc that was so impressive and came to a culmination in this film... Um, the the disappointment moving forward is they're going to have an excuse now to go. Well, this is here, that's there, yeah. uh, and we can just cross it as we see fit. It's um, what fucked up the X Men franchise yeah. was time traveling, going yeah. back, split realities. Yeah, what's real? And if you fix one, th- the thing is, nothing, nothing's at stake anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because and and you never win and you never lose. Because so what? They went back in time. They fixed the thing. Who's to say someone's not going to go back in time and refuck them up again? Yeah, yeah. Because if time travel's a thing and you can change the way things happen, then you never win and you never lose. Yeah. No, no, nothing. Nothing is permanent, and so nothing's at stake. That's yeah. that, So once you start, that's the sad thing about. It. So at the end of Infinity Wars, everything was at stake. Yeah. And everything had been lost. Yeah. Um. But now nothing's at stake and nothing can. Nothing's ever really lost. If they go that way, they might not go that way. Yeah. Because I think what's going to happen, just in terms of contracts, like Robbie Downey Jr. is done. Yeah. yeah. The only thing that he might come back as, based on what I've read in comics and stuff, is that he might come back as an AI. Yeah. So instead of Jarvis or Friday, you have Tony Stark. Right. Right. In the thing, because that's what happens in Ironheart, which is yeah. like a 16-year-old. That's what I was thinking. Maybe that banging sound is, I think her name's Riri Williams in the thing. She's like a 16-year-old African-American super genius yeah. yep. who becomes the next Iron Man. Yeah. So, and that would suit the franchise because she's young. Because yeah. Yeah, yeah. the other thing is Tony Stark, I'm watching him. Like, Rob Downey Jr. is like mid 
fifties or something, maybe. Yeah, yeah. He's getting on. Yeah, yeah. You know, like it makes sense that he's not going to be there, but I could also imagine him as a computer generated yeah. AI. Yeah, yeah. So he's still there. Mm. You just don't have to see that the fact he's seventy now or yeah, whatever yeah. it is. Just keep that wise cracking. Yeah. yeah. Um. I. I. <laughs> at the end of the movie, I worked out. I was like, I think that's the best movie I've ever seen. Ah. Like I love. Like yeah. I was saying I. Like I've sat in on both your um, shows, like in rehearsals yep. for both, both shows you guys have done just to offer advice and a little bit of shaping and stuff like that, but not directing. It's too late in the process for that. And then whenever it comes to see the show, it's like, oh, you know, I've seen it a bunch. Like I don't <laughs> need to see it, but I come in and I can, it's like a superpower now. Like I can see it like it's the first time I've ever seen it. So I'll laugh even though I know what's coming because yeah. there's that little thing in the back of my head that I don't scratch that itch because it's like, I know that Rick's about to do this. But I can watch it like I've never seen it before. And so I'm laughing genuinely at the thing. And same with your show. Like, and it's like that with movies. Like, you can, like I was watching the start of it with Hawkeye and all that sort of stuff. And if I spent two seconds indulging that itch, yeah. I would go, well, they're gonna, his family's going to vanish. Yeah. Like, it's fucking obvious yeah. they're going to turn to dust. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't. And it happened. And I was like, <laughs> and I instantly started crying. But I knew it was going to happen yeah. somewhere really far away in the back of my head. But if I don't go there, yeah. it's like I'm just... And I think it's like meditation and improv is that idea of being present in the moment and not trying to solve any... Because yeah. mm. all the way through, like those kids going, it's Captain Marvel. Like, they're floating out there. It happens at the start of the movie. He's not going to die. You know that yeah. somewhere in your brain. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm not thinking that. It's like, fuck, he could die here. Maybe <laughs> imagine if they killed him here. This would be amazing. And then you start seeing that light. And in my brain, I'm like, please be Captain Marvel. Yeah, yeah. But in the back of my brain, it's like, of course it's fucking Captain Marvel. <laughs> like, it can't be anything but Captain Marvel. But she turns up and I'm like, I start crying again. <laughs> like, I was, <laughs> Captain I spent, Marvel. I was like, it's perfect. And the whole movie, I was like just tearing up at everything. Because it's I can't divorce that movie from the 10 years building yeah. up to that yeah. moment. Mm. And also then the, you know, 20 plus years, like in the mid nineties where they're selling Spider-Man and the X-Men, their biggest franchises, cause they're going bankrupt yeah. Yeah. to this point where they're just like, they're the most successful movie company ever. Yeah. Cause yeah. everything they do is a hit and stuff yeah. like just that journey. And this is the end. This is the exclamation point on that. I don't think I can separate the history from that. Yeah. So I was watching it going, this is just, they're, they're, it's perfect. Yeah. Like I think it's just the perfect movie. And People die. There were shocks, like in when like certain people died, and yeah. So I was just yeah. like, "Fuck!" It's just yeah, and yeah. the time travel thing. It's because I read this thing on Reddit where they went, "This is the timeline," and there were these two people that went back and forth with these really in depth discussions about time, and that was clearly super smart, and it was actually not a trolley thing. They right. were actually indulging and going, "I see your point," yeah. but here's this thing, mm-hmm. yeah. And at the end of it all, I was like, "Does it matter?" Mm. Like. They laid out those rules because no one understands time no, travel no. in the real world. No. It doesn't exist and yeah. it might at some point. And everyone, so if every I say nerd, this is how time travel yeah. works, then it's like, fuck it. This is how time yeah. travel works in this world. There's a fucking Asgardian thunder god <laughs> and everyone's cool with that and a guy that can turn into a big green thing and smash and kill everything yeah. and we're all okay with that. Yeah. But it's time travel. It's like, no, 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 no. And that's what I appreciated about the film was it went to lengths to, to, to say – Hey nerds, don't get angry. This is how time works in our film. Yeah. Because everyone thinks they know how time travel works because of yeah. Back yeah, to yeah, the Future yeah, and yeah. the Terminator. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that that's been the the popular culture consensus of how time travel works yeah. because of popular culture. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and so everyone thinks they know how it works. So to to say hey, this is how it works for us, I thought was a good move. 
But there's the, like, so the directors, the Russo brothers, they came out and said, this is how the time thing works. And so they're saying that when something major happens, when they go back in time, that creates a splinter, like yep. a new timeline. The writers have come out and said, no, that's not how the timeline works. Yeah. The timeline, it's all one timeline and they're just altering, you know, so Where Captain America yeah. doesn't splinter off when he goes back. He's in the timeline and he's just, he's he's living a normal kind of life, yeah. probably going off and doing secret things because he's Captain America and can't help it. But there's still the Captain America in that timeline and it works in that because he's frozen for most of that time anyway. Yeah, And, and so the writers and the directors can't even agree on it, but yeah. it's like, Fuck off, nerds. Like, it doesn't matter. (laughs) Like, it really doesn't matter. Like, there's so many bullshit trolls in some of those articles that I've read there where they're just destroying each other around the timeline. It's like, fuck off. I feel like, for me, it would have been so much more satisfying if they had just, uh, I don't know, um, there would have been more fun to be had if they couldn't fuck up the timeline. Like, uh, yeah. if yeah. it was more, because when it when it got sort of back to the future Tui, where they were back in their back in their original or other yeah, films, yeah. Yeah, yeah. wandering around, I thought this is like such scope for awesome Back to the Future Two esque. Yeah. yeah, right. This is the stuff we saw happen before, but that whole time, this other version of you was running around in the background, and that. I'm much more of a fan of that sure. idea of like there's one timeline and everything that happened. You know what I yeah, mean? If you yeah, go back, yeah. you were there. The ho- that first time it happened, you were you were always the, there. Yeah, you were. The, yeah, and so um, it's like uh, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Like it's this other world that happens that you don't yeah, see. But it's yeah, yeah. So I, I, for me, there's just a lot more fun to be had with that. Yeah, right. And the fact that they they sort of had that with they had to bring the when they took the stones, they had to come back and put the stones back. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, that was non-negotiable. Yeah. Which I didn't quite understand why they could fuck all the other things off but not the stones. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, that that part of the timeline they weren't allowed to fuck up. Yeah, yeah. But anything else they could sort of fuck up as they want. You, sure. You can kill your younger self. Doesn't and it also matter. means when, they, when he's going to return the stones, he has to go and give the stone to Red Skull. Yeah. You know, like his arch nemesis, like yeah. Captain America and stuff. It's like... Well, uh, so I just thought if they put... Why not flesh that idea out? It would have been so much more fun, whereas they just sort of went, oh, whatever, uh, this, that, fuck it. Yeah. (laughs) And then when Thanos came back, I was just like, I'm out. Oh, Uh, really? Yeah, I was like, oh, this is bullshit. The time stuff. Yeah, (laughs) right. The only way it would have worked for me, because for me, that's just the way it has to work, is that if they they didn't kill Thanos, they took him back in time. and They had the thing where they could get rid of people's memories. um, Right. And just take him back in time and put him there, and he's like, oh, I don't remember any of that. Right. And, and he just goes on as as normal. Sure, but that's just the way I like my timelines, and I know yeah. they tried to explain that. But for me, it's fine, but it wasn't as satisfying. So it was right. like if they'd done it the way I wanted, yeah, <laughs> it would have been brilliant. But they didn't, and so it was just okay. <laughs> One of the things I didn't like, um, so Wakanda's like tech Marvel, yeah, like way ahead of anywhere else in the world. Like Tony Stark's suit clearly has Wakanda technology in this thing in these movies, yeah. Um, but when they fight, they just come out with spears. <laughs> you know, and it's yeah. like, wouldn't you just have, you wouldn't even, you've got so much tech, wouldn't you just be safe pressing yeah. buttons and having shit do stuff for you or something? But they come out like they're fucking, you know, pitched, warriors. Like, yeah, but it's like pitched battle. And it's like, this is, I mean, I know it, it makes good spectacle rather than someone's finger pushing a button. Yeah. yeah. But it's also like, you guys, yeah. this is bullshit. Like, <laughs> This is, you know what? You just, you could be just doing much better They've stuff. Got a heart of a warrior. They want to be on the battlefield. Um, yeah. And in terms of, you know, how I often lose interest in the final battle. Yeah. I was like, when it, when the final battle started shaping up and all the massive mm. things yeah. are coming, I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be boring. And to, to some extent, I, it was, but they they moved on quite quickly 
to focusing on just the little little yeah. bits in the battle. Yeah. So there wasn't that huge yeah, battle yeah, yeah. stuff. To, there wasn't too much of that. Yeah. It, it got down to his this person fighting this person. Uh, and even that didn't take too long. So mm. in terms of my fatigue on that level, I thought... They've taken my considerations into uh, and it was, my feelings into consideration, and it was good because I thought, "Fuck, Captain America's." Because it makes sense; it's America as Captain America, mm. all this sort of stuff. You know, like I thought he was going to take down Thanos and stuff. Like mm. those fights and things were great and all that stuff. And then it was like, "No, no, they're losing." And then the thing, you know, and it's obvious again. It's one of those things where it's obvious all the heroes are going to come back for this main fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But again, when it happened, when that first portal opens, I'm like, oh. yeah. and then when Captain Marvel comes back at the end, where it looks like. Because that's the thing as well. Like, I was like, what are they... Even before we saw this film, we were talking, well, how are they going to deal with Captain Marvel? Yeah. Like, she's like... She could just beat the fuck out of him. And, yeah. And that's the end of the film. Yeah. And it was that was kind of disappointing where she goes, well, it's a big universe. I've just yeah, gotta, gonna- I'm just... Hey, I'll just be over here. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. And then she comes back at the right moment. But in the thing of it, it just... Yeah. I loved it. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, and the final thing that was disappointing for me in this film, uh, which is a small thing, was that their final victory, I don't know if it was a victory. Like, right. they they had gone five years or so with half the population of the universe. Yeah. Infrastructure had clearly dwindled. Yeah. Um, you know, that's a long time for mm. that many people to be living in this area. And then they snapped their fingers. They and doubled, everyone's back. They doubled the oh, population right. of the uni- I didn't universe. Think of that shit. Instantly doubled the population of the universe. I don't know if that's going to work out as good as they think. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Well, um, to, to some extent, I, and, and my kids have always been on 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 me for this, is I'm, a, I'm all about that for Thanos. Like, if you look at the... Like, yeah. The, the other argument I've read online is why didn't Thanos just click his fingers and double the resources of the universe rather than wiping half the people out? Mm. Why didn't he just double the resources nah, of the universe? That is a very good point. Because <laughs> that's a much shit mo- much shitter movie. Yeah. yeah. That's true. <laughs> so he could have just clicked his fingers and doubled, like made enough resources for everyone to live forever yeah. in and in, in, in terraformed every sort of planet. You can have a planet. You've got yeah. a planet. You've got a planet. Because... Well, yeah, because also reducing half the thing is that people keep breeding. Like it's another yeah. couple of millennia back where you started. Back, where back you where you started again. <laughs> yeah, short, it's a short-term solution. But yeah, I felt like I don't yeah. know if you've thought through what's going to happen when you bring everyone back because <laughs> five years is a long time for everything to go to shit. Yep. And clearly, they showed that the world had gotten into a fair bit of disrepair. Yeah. Well, um, hopefully I, they deal with that in the upcoming films. Like, well, that's one of the things I've got written down. Like what. Like, where do you want to see it? I don't, because I don't want to see mm. the fucking splintered timeline thing at all. No, like I've, that's the I've thing. read that in the comics with X Men and stuff. Yeah, and and it's and they're fucking self-deprecating about it in there. It's like we're X Men. We just don't fucking yeah. know where we are. Yeah, yeah. they're yeah. saying that in the comics. So yeah. now they're doing this, and I reckon the reset happened around the time that Disney bought Fox, mm. and because where I'd like to see it go is to have like mutants and stuff. Yeah, fight in the same fight and stuff like that as well. Like yeah. that would be interesting. Um, what. Probably my favorite part of the film was just that bit where it went five years later. Yeah, like, oh, five years later. Yeah, and just seeing them in their day to day, just like yeah. getting getting on with life. Captain yeah. America running support groups. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought this is fucking awesome. Like yeah. I, I loved watching yeah. all of that. I thought that's really that's really great. The other thing is, do all the Marvel movies from now happen five years in the future? Like, is every yes. movie set? Yes. You know, in two thousand and twenty-three, twenty-four, yeah. depending on when they say the movie was made. Yeah. Like, and is that? Does that if and does that just then become the present? Like, 
they might have to reference that a couple of times, but then they'll just start making movies where they don't talk about the year yeah. at all. And it's yeah, just, yeah. It, effectively, we just, at a certain point in time in another eight years, we ever we forget that it was ever there. Well, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, the other thing is, all we can do is speculate now because we are literally at the uh, start of a whole nother mm. arc. And I'm sure they've got plans for the, for a big arc again mm. uh, and, and to cross over and all of those sort of things. So these early chapters will be... I think dealing with the mop up and starting to s- gain momentum again. So I think that's probably where people are at risk of where they're at risk of losing their audience mm. is that like there's no big arc anymore. They've got to build that momentum again and maybe just a few hits and uh, tip of the hat. But I mean, Spider Man comes out in two months or a month or so. Yeah. So um, I know there's Spider Man and I know there's Black Panther too. Yeah. Um. And I and they, see though. There's Guardians three on the slate, and there's a couple of other Doctor Strange three, two. But as when well. Doctor, Th- but when Guardians lost James Gunn, is that his name? Yep. Um, because he's a fucking douche a lot of the mm. time. Um, the cast were like, we're not going to do the film without him, right? And so I don't know where that if that's going to happen. I think and- it is. So there's that. Yeah. There was going to be a um, Black Widow movie as well. Yes. But I don't know if that's a red herring, based on that thing that I was saying before, where we know because there's a this person has a contract and they're dead, they're going to come back, yeah, because they've got a contract. I don't know if they were just throwing there was going to be a movie out, so when she dies, you're like, what? What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. And what? Because it could be a movie where it happens in that five year gap, yeah, or it could be a movie that happens when she's younger, and like that- when she's like a you know because she's in the comics and stuff, she's like a Russian. Psycho, yeah, super. From what I've heard, it's a pre, like it's a origin kind of thing. Um, there, the Disney Plus TV uh, channel, yeah, yeah. are launching a series, uh, launching with a a live action series for Bucky, for the Winter Soldier, oh, cool, for Scarlet Witch, for Falcon, with those characters, yes, those actors, yep. Oh, that's awesome. So they all get uh, splinted and one for Loki because Loki disappeared with. Oh, yeah, 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 that was so cool. Um, And so you're like, where did Loki go? The answer is to his own series on uh, Disney Plus. So when Disney Plus launches, there's going to be four live action series with those actors. And if you watch at Tony Stark's funeral, those four are standing together. Like they've they've, they've grouped them together really well. Like, here's this, here's this, here's the four that we're going to have a series about. Who was Um, that kid? He's the kid from Iron Man 3 who helps Iron Man, Tony Stark, when he's in the barn. He's sure. living in this family, yep. in the farm barn, and that's cool. the kid. Okay. I didn't know that. I looked. I, yeah, yeah, I, I read something and I was I like- I someone would know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I looked at that and I'm like, I know you. Because yeah. I was watching that as well, and then I read this to confirm it, because it's like, this is like the biggest conglomeration of actors that have been nominated yeah. for a Best Actor Award. Yeah. Ever assembled, and it's also the biggest group of people who have ever won an Academy Award for Best Actor Actress ever assembled. Like so right. many of those actors have won, right? Know, yeah, right. Like a heap of them. Uh, I, like- I, before I forget, the I realised when I was watching it, the you know how you're always thinking how there there could be a better film, yeah. Because um, I thought the best sort of potential for a dramatic thing was that Tony Stark would have to choose between his daughter and. Humanity, yeah, right. Uh, and they, and I, I thought that's what when he when we came in and he had a daughter, I was like, oh, he's gonna have to choose. Like, yeah, yeah if yeah, he yeah. if they reset the world, this will never have happened. Um, and that's that's gonna be his big thing. And then they just kind of went, no, no, that's not gonna no, be the decision yeah, at all. You can have both. It's fine. Yeah, I was yeah. like, oh, that would have been so much better. Or even if he thought that he could have both, and then right at the last minute realized, yeah, yeah. no, this. Well, he kind of did. If I, if I like, save the world, the yeah. daughter, the daughter will will 
will never have existed. Yeah. Um, I would have thought that, I thought that would have been a much more powerful thing for him to have to choose the sure. greater good yeah. over his own interests. Yeah. Would have been a more powerful decision, but in the end, it was never. It was just kind of a red herring. It was yeah. Like not even. Well, they kind of dealt with it a little bit, like the oh, no, like we... when him and uh, uh, Gwyneth Paltrow were like, she's like, you've got to go and do this, and it's like, you know what this means. Yeah. Like there, I, I felt like he did have a choice of like I could not act. Or I could do this and probably, probably die. Yeah, yeah. but that's di- like self-sacrifice is different to taking your daughter. Like, make, yeah, meaning yeah. To, the impossible. Your daughter, yeah. your daughter never existed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, yeah. So I thought it was a shame that they sort of set that up as a possibility, and then it was just not even a thing. And it would yeah. have made more sense for me timeline-wise if if the time travel was used to go to stop Thanos from clicking his fingers mm. to go back to erase that yeah. future. And yeah, but you rather know, than yeah, just right. have everyone reappear five years yeah, later, yeah, and that would have yeah. made would Tony have been, Stark's decision and you more have powerful. the memory of that as well. So yeah, you yeah. know he had a daughter yeah, and all that. Yeah, it's, yeah that was good. Mm. I, it was also, I mean, because there were, I felt like there were genuine stakes because people could actually die. Like, because in the other movies, like I think it was when we're talking about Civil War, is it um, War Machine, like Rhodey yeah. crashes and he's not going to die. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know he's not going to die because he's going to be in the next film. But like in this one, it's like, this is the end. People yeah. are going to die in this. Mm. Like, it made the, like, it was the best performance from all those people in those movies. Yeah. Mm. Like, I, like, they really zeroed in and got really good performances from them all. I and think. it was a nice, the, the, I really enjoyed that uh, and have really enjoyed over the course of the movies the Tony Stark, Tom, uh, Spider Man oh, yeah, yeah. kind of father son. Yeah. yeah. Uh, beers as well. It's been real good. So, uh, yeah, I'm I'm really looking forward to the uh, Spider-Man film as well. Um, yeah, yeah. To see where it takes us. Yes. Is yes. Is is <laughs> I've just written. Is the age of Chris Pratt over? Like, has he hit saturation point? I think that is, happened a little while ago with Jurassic Jurassic Worlds. Is he or like is he like the new Jack Black? Like, because you can have people like Tom Cruise, who's Tom Cruise, mm. and he's and Bruce Willis and Julia Roberts, and they're them in most of their movies. Yeah. But like someone like Jack Black is playing a character in all these movies, and everyone just got sick of him. Yeah, and and Chris Pratt is often playing that fucking dumb guy. Yeah, yeah. he's playing the Chris Pratt character. Yeah, who's he's it's you know like Star Lord is Andy from Parks and Rec basically, yeah. and who and is the Jurassic World guy. Right. Yeah. Same same character. And so it's like it, I just and then he's also he's almost a villain in that in Infinity War as well. Like he's the one that. They're about to take Thanos down and he fucks it up. Yeah. You know, like he couldn't control himself and he and Mantis takes her hands off and he comes alive and all that. Yeah. They were yeah. like two seconds from winning. Yeah. Which, and I know it's for the movies and stuff, but it's also like he's a dickhead character <laughs> yeah. and he fucked it up. And like, I just feel like they're don't painting take him in a bad. You don't, that, that's don't take character. Chris don't, Pratt. don't take it out on Chris Pratt. Yeah, but then it's also like, did they do it to Chris Pratt because he's a bit of a fucking idiot in yeah, real yeah, life yeah, as sure. well? Like, they're like, fuck you, dude. Like the speech he made at the Nickelodeon Awards, which is for kids, where he's like, God is real. Like he's angry at the right. audience and stuff. It's real and he exists and oh, he, yeah, like just full on rant, religious rant in front of kids. Well, yeah, right. that's that that will that's a whole different thing. Yeah, yeah. that will slow your, your trajectory. So down, did the, for did sure. the Russell brothers go? Let's just—he's a fucking idiot. Let's just <laughs> yeah, make yeah. him the you know he's one. I'm gonna say everything yes. up. <laughs> um, um, I do like the Thor Star Lord. Yeah, um, yeah. dynamic. Yeah, yeah, that is yeah it's cute. good. It's and cool. Thor was great. Like what they yeah. did with Thor and stuff. That was yeah. really cool. The dude. Um, so thinking about it now, having talked yeah. having talked about it, yeah. um, I feel like I would be happier living in a world where Endgame didn't happen. Yeah, right. And they just had to pick up the yeah, yeah. Uh, the Marvel universe from 
like, killing so, Thanos. So, so the first yeah. half of that film, I think, showed more. I would have been more excited to live in that world where they were trying to cope with that. Yeah. And then, so what do the superhero films look like now? Yeah. Um, yeah right. And if they had planned to do that, if if, if Thanos just wins. Mm. Um, and then they would have made different choices about which character died because they're like, well, we want Spider Man still around, so he won't yeah. die. We'll, yeah, yeah. Iron Man's we can get rid of. Yeah. You know, who are we getting rid of? Who's gonna who's gonna survive into the Marvel universe? Who isn't? Um, I would have liked to have seen the Marvel universe would have been more interesting if Thanos just won. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and we saw films now. Spider Man, Spider Man films are now in a world five years later. Yeah, where there's. Fifty percent less people, and how does what is what does being a superhero look like in that world? Like, so Hawkeye's story was interesting. He's living in the world. He's gone rogue. He's yeah, yeah. Trying, he's, yeah. he's like it's the first you, time there's been a good Hawkeye story. Yeah, you don't like, deserve to live. Yeah. Um, so that's great. So his story was instantly more interesting because Thanos mm. won. Blah blah. blah. Whereas now if, with the reset, I mean, he's not going to be in it anymore. Obviously, but his story, who, who cares? Mm. But his daughter, uh, there's a little tease there because in the that's comics, true. his daughter She's, becomes Hawkeye, yeah, yeah. and she and uh, at the start uh, and at the end. She was shooting stuff, and and, and so if it's another I think, ten years until they build to the next supervillain, yeah. like Galactus or something, she's going to be old enough to be. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah, I like, guarantee I she'll start uh, hawkeying up. They've it's like planted seeds, yeah. Mm. They've absolutely um, planted seeds. But as it is, they've reset it, and so we're just going to have more superhero films that are like the superhero films that we've had, whereas yeah. we could yeah. have had a whole universe that was like slightly different, yeah, which would have been infinitely more interesting for me. Yeah, <laughs> and I wonder, like. Because Captain America went back, you can have Captain America movies where he's existing in that <gasps> yeah, time. Yeah, like, can. So With like, Agent pe- Carter. Period, mm. Yeah, like period pieces. Like that would yeah. be interesting yeah, to yeah. see that because he's done in that sort of time. Well, that's like. what they're talking about, the multiverse now. Like they, So they can peel yeah. out. Now, I also... I. I go to films now, and if sometimes I need to go to the toilet, I've gotten quite good at picking the right time to go to the uh, toilet. Me too. Yeah, yeah. Like you can feel the narrative, like there was a huge set piece, so there's going to be a bit of waffling now. Yeah. So, and often I come back and it's, it's still the exposition scene. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. it's fine. Oh, I didn't miss anything. And I, and I felt like I timed it well. I, I, I watched a big set piece, and I'm like, I'm going to the toilet now. Came back in and they were back in the seventies. I was like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "How the fuck did I get to the seventies?" I was like, "Damn it, I picked the wrong time." But it's like, "This is what happened." You had to bring me up to speed. I was like, "Damn it, I picked the wrong time." I loved all that. I mean, it's almost very aware of itself, like sending Tony Stark to go meet his dad. Like yeah, that yeah. was awesome, you know. Yeah. And it's so. It's you don't need it in the story. No. Like it's just this really nice moment. It's like when they're doing the big fight and suddenly all the female heroes are oh, there. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, great. this is fucking awesome. Yeah. This is the best. But really, it's so convoluted and yeah. stuff that all the women are suddenly there. Yeah, yeah. But it's also like, it's fucking so cool. Yeah. Like, you know, like I love all those little and the Russ I've had a look at the Russo brothers. It's like they directed parts of they directed some Arrested Development and mm. a lot of community. And apparently all the awesome community, like the paintball yeah, yeah, stuff yeah, yeah. and things yeah. like that. And then it seems like they're doing the Winter Soldier. Yeah. And it's like, what? How did you do? You're doing half hour, like 20 minute episodes mm. of a comedy show to a massive mm. fucking Marvel thing. Yeah. And doing it awesomely. Like I the think Winter it was Soldier. the paintball set- episodes that got them onto right. the Marvel films. Because <laughs> it set the tone, like those, that Winter Soldier set the tone for everything that yeah. came after it. Like it was, Captain mm. America was okay yeah. in the first one, but this one was so visceral with like the way the shield worked yeah. and, it's, and the. Staging of fights and stuff, mm. and that carried on through all the other movies. And where's what's happened to Joss Whedon now? Is he just done? Because yeah, Avengers Ultron. Ultron was a bit of a mess. And yeah. the Russell brothers, we like, were, hey, here's how you do it. I had your kid here on the yeah. weekend. We re watched Ultron. I quite liked it. Yeah. Is it I okay? Like, I, I think when you revisited 
for a while because I'd in my brain gone, it's not the it's not the good Avengers. Right. Yeah. I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, I think okay. when you rewatch some of these things without the weight of expectation, True. Um, and you've already you you if you're watching it thinking, oh, this is the shit one. Yeah. You're watching it like, oh, it's so bad. I yeah. It was like when you watch so the bad. dirt. Right. You- <laughs> <laughs> I think it was Ultron's voice, like James Spader. Yeah. Like you just need a new you need an English theatre actor or something. Yeah, yeah. You don't need someone who's got a very distinctive voice. Yeah, yeah. And then. Also, just Sokovia or whatever the fuck. Yeah. Let's just lift it into the air. And it's yeah. like, really? Mm. Come on. But there was some, like, yeah, some oh, stuff that I just didn't remember that was in there that, that I was watching. I've heard there's imagery like Ultron makes predictions about what's going to happen. And there's imagery of Scarlet Johan- um, Scarlet Spider. What's her name? Black Widow. Black Widow. Scarlet, Scarlet Spider. Spider. Scarlet Spider. The Scarlet Widow. Spider. That's an actual character. Um Dead in that position, right. and then when she dies, she's in that like all throwbacks to yeah, that. Yeah, like yeah. Ultron oh, says, and it's like, oh, so nice. Yeah, quality. I think we've. I think we've. Yeah, yeah. Let's go for an hour and a half. Uh, just nerding out. Yeah. Thanks if you stuck around for the whole nerd chat. Uh, if you haven't seen the movie, go see it. It's worth it. Mm. Um, and uh, and pick a good point to pee. I'm just going to give out a shout out to Nebula, who I reckon was possibly the best thing. You know, she the, was. We should start an app mm. that's called Point to Pee. Uh, and, and you see movies, and it's like like around about the halfway to three quarter mark. What's a good point to go pee? Yeah. And you just look it up, and it just flashes it up on your screen. It's like eh, end game. Uh, two hours. This no, point. you can go. have like um, and just the one sentence about what you've missed. Yeah, there was just a bit of talk about yeah, uh, yeah. you know, Star Lord. Now you um, you what you do is you uh, like if you've got your smartwatch or mm. or something like that, your app links to that, and you just if I'm at. Endgame, I just click when the when the opening MGM symbol or whatever the Marvel thing starts, I press start and the app no app any, oh, yeah, any, any time between the, the between the two hour and the three hour when it's a good time, it just goes a little boop boop. And so I just have to if I'm starting to need to pee, I just have to wait for the next boop boop. Oh, and, and that's like it. it's a good time it's a good time. You've got and, like a two minute window. And then while you're on the toilet, it tells you what's ha- like yeah, yeah. what's happening yeah, in the they, film. Then you click it and it tells you what's happening <laughs> while you're while you're having a wee. That's a that's a really good idea. Mate, million dollar idea. Million dollar idea. Because I've to. i been doing that lately. Like I have to take off and I'm do, timing it well. In this one, I was like, I don't want to miss anything. Mm. So I barely drank anything. Like yeah. I supped on a little <laughs> bit of water. Well, I've and seen it twice having, now. I had a tiny little coffee. And, and three so beers. I got Yeah. But I just peed in the bag. But I, <laughs> I got through the whole movie. I left the cinema, rounded the corner into my street and was like, Bang with a headache, like just like so dehydrated. But I was like, it was worth it. Yeah. <laughs> I um, I I've seen it twice now. So I I went past the point I had to pee oh. uh, to see what I missed. I picked a good point. Yeah, I picked a good point. Right. And then uh, when I got past that point to pee, I was like, I'm out of here. Yeah. <laughs> I've seen this part. Yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go pee. Um, cool. Uh, thanks very much for tuning in uh, and uh, sticking around to the end of this uh, Nerdo chat. Uh, if you've got any uh, things that you'd like to contribute to the uh, to the conversation, the hit us up. Hit us up on uh, Facebook. I'm gonna say geek because nerds nerds to me are angry geeks. Like yeah. they're the trolls online writing shit. That's yeah. just my differentiation for yeah. it. So yeah. geek out with us. Geek out. Mm. Um, it's a celebration of uh, of pop culture yeah. and uh, and, That's and all podcast. things all things yeah. geeky. Uh, and it might sound like I didn't enjoy the film. That is, uh, I do want to say I I felt like it was on the edge of greatness. Which yeah. if, if you're going to yeah. see a film and it's on the edge of greatness, it's, that's not such a bad it's thing. Not a bad yeah, yeah. thing at all. <laughs> I'd rather see films that are on the edge of greatness than a pile Far of from shit. It. Yes. And I loved it. And I wept like a baby through most of it <laughs> for great things. Like I when they had the female... I cried more the second time I saw it. Oh, right. Yeah. Like when all the women are on stage, I was like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so beautiful. Let's see you do that, DC. 
<laughs> all right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> all right. We'll catch you later, mate. That'll be next week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Ciao. Uh, end my game, holy doolies. <laughs>